Meet up with the fucking boys. You know, pick the bear up. <laughs> Fuck no. Did he lay out a... Who's driving? I just assumed I was gonna, because it's the way she goes. Bears tried to buy off Jerry in the past to come out to Wapaka and get him, and he'll uh, pay for, like, his gas money if he does it, so Bear doesn't have to drive to Point. You know, it's just easier on your mind if you're <laughs> coming back. You'd... Everybody's done, but I still gotta drive back to Wapaka. I'm just sick of it. I just want to be dropped off in Wapaka. We'll have you guys drive home. <laughs> Point hammers intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. Unrepentant Vagabond Popped a new coordinate to cast some apple side. Now I gotta ramble on Navigate the pitfalls across the great divide The map maker's legend has direction and decay got a fucking bully or that's a ginger hair on the goddamn microphone this one looks like a bully hair <laughs> with some hasting pubes that could be i just rub these up my asshole and you're I fart. more wispy or more <laughs> thick <laughs> if it's a whisper you know it's coming off this nugget more like a. <laughs> what is going on people <laughs> what's happening this is fucking point hammered episode 90 fucking deuce we're back again it's Halloween. Yeah. It's Halloween. This Today is Halloween. This is Halloween. October Tarty first. I'm dressed up like a can of PBR. <laughs> I'm dressed up like a shithead. <laughs> Same costume <laughs> as every other day of the year. <laughs> uh, I noticed there's a, uh, if you did want to dress up, there's finally a new bald man you can add to the repertoire. Who's that? Walter White, dude. It's <laughs> a good point, dude. That's fucking played out, though. There's going to be like a million Walter Whites yeah. out there this year. Got your Jim Leahy, your Captain Picard, <laughs> your Jason Statham. There's a fucking lot and, of... And uh, Walter White. There's a lot of bald bros in Breaking Bad. It could be Hank. <laughs> it could go it could Gus. <laughs> Wait, was Gus ball? <laughs> a lot of fucking dudes with shaved heads anyway. Yeah. Uh, get Would it a, be socially acceptable <laughs> for me... You could be Walter White, and I would go as his son, Flynn. Would that be socially acceptable a couple if I did the voice? Talk all weird. I would think it was fine, but I'm sure some <laughs> folks would have some fucking serious issue with that. You can You fucking sick bastard. It's my Halloween. It's for Halloween, man. I'm just paying my respects, bro. Would this be more or less offensive than my Jew costume of years past? <laughs> Probably about the same. <laughs> God, that was a bad year. <laughs> that was a pretty bad year. <laughs> I forgot about that. I think I blocked it out. Is that the year I was a skinhead? <laughs> Maybe not. I remember seeing you really I think late might have been block. like an Elvis or something. Because oh, he had like a big hair, hair greaser yeah. hair. Pompadour going. And they kept yeah. wanting to touch, <laughs> like knock around. That's fucking 
terrible. I don't know how you guys walk around with all that stuff on top of your head. <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. <laughs> so what the fuck you been up to, buddy, in the hobby here? Anything cool? Not gorka, too much. Borka? Yeah, Gorka Borka. We, all i done since last time I had a game lined up against Barnaby, and finally, J-Jack and Barnaby's war bands are getting <laughs> the mobsters. They're getting some upgrades, and Bear, holy shit, his, his mobsters are some real badasses. Oh, yeah? Because when you get upgrades, you just do it randomly. So it could be ballistic skill, or strength, or initiative, or leadership. Yeah. But Bear keeps rolling the same ones over and over. <laughs> so he's getting these guys that are like super specialized and like really just out of control. Strike seven or Where eight. you got to like beat up on them with like three guys. <laughs> so yeah, we had a game where it was like an all out brawl where nobody can quit until half your guys are down. And uh, I was able to outmaneuver them a bit. But when I had slammed in the side of his truck, I disabled his truck. And I was going to blow past it and then do a double team on his other one but as chance would have it my truck got disabled or immobilized and then there's like five or six guys on each truck and it was just a massive brawl <laughs> so his chieftain knob whatever he he's like weapon skill six yeah which is like this is like necromunda style so you roll a d6 and add your weapon skill so like he's impossible to beat in close combat <laughs> he's got a gunner for his truck which do they start at weapon skill three or yeah yeah they just start like with orc stats <laughs> so he's got a uh his gunner on his truck is ballistic skill six he's an orc with bs6 <laughs> can't miss <laughs> he can't miss he's got a heavy shooter did he and then he's also got crack grenades did he model him up with some badass bionic eyeballs or something <laughs> that'd be pretty sweet yeah you can get a bionic eye because yeah. you get eye wounds and then you go in to get them fixed and then you have to roll a d6 whether it's the left right or the right eye yeah because the doctor will fix one of them and which eye is damaged doesn't affect <laughs> which one he which, which one he fixes. So he can leave the bad one and give you a new one. But so he's got that guy. He's got a dude with three attacks. Yeah. And then his main most badass guy, he's toughness five, three wounds, and he has a four plus dodge save, which the dodge ability, you have to roll it a skill each time. So it goes from a six plus, and then you roll it again and a five plus and a four plus. He rolled it three times, which is unbelievable. That guy is a badass. Unbelievable for the bear. Yeah. So We've got these decent guys. They make up for like subpar tactical decisions. Because <laughs> I had three guys beating up on that last one. Finally took them down. Yeah. Just barely took them out. But it's funny because his knob has an ability where he can climb under the vehicles and just like shoot at them or attack them with his close combat weapon. And then every... I can try to turn and shake him off, and every time I turn or boost, he has to take a strength check. Yeah. Or else he falls out and takes the strength three hit. Well, he's only strength three, his knob, but he probably made like 16 or 17 strength checks in a row. <laughs> like, my truck is just doing burnouts in a circle, just trying to get get him off, and he, like, he just wouldn't let go. He just keeps sticking stuff in the tracks. He was pretty badass. So that was the only hobby. 
I did. Gorkamorka. Yeah. I'm half convinced because I haven't seen any of this Gorkamorka shit. I'm half convinced you guys are just telling me all this shit to try and get me excited to make <laughs> and convert some models so then you can all laugh at me for making models for this stupid old game that no one cares about anymore. So you just keep dreaming up these fucking cool stories from gaming. <laughs> I've been fucking busy as fuck, man. So finished up the fucking man eaters. Anybody that follows the blog will have seen that. They turn out pretty fucking badass. I'm super happy with that unit. After I finished them, after I finished everything for the Bull Ogres for North Star, I've been working on converting up the next Maneater because for the 2400 point list, I'll need two more of those fuckers. So. Mm-hmm. And I've been pretty motivated on those guys. It's been a lot of fun. Finished up the last couple Iron Guts, too. Those were also on the blog. On Sunday, the fucking Iron Blaster post will go up, so you guys will finally get to check that shit out. Oh, my. Turned out pretty I've fucking seen cool. It. Everything pretty turned cool. out just fucking awesome. The terrain and the display board shit, I bit off way... I had planned 15 <laughs> hours for that whole project, not really knowing what I wanted to do, just thinking... Mm-hmm. Like months before, well, it'll probably take about 15 hours. So, came up with this cool fucking board, cool theme to it. The goal was to try and tell a story with the board. Like, there, something's fucking going on here. It's not just a bunch of bros standing around in a fucking field or whatever. So, mm-hmm. I think I accomplished that pretty well. Before it was all said and done, I had 61 hours, two minutes into the display board and the terrain <laughs> bits that I made for it. <laughs> So that's like a fucking whole work week and a half, and I've just been putting in tons and tons of hours on the hobby, probably 20 to 30 hours a week just doing hobby stuff. Uh, up until this week, I finished everything up a few days ago, and now it's just insane having free time again, not really knowing, like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, I, could, I got time to jerk off again? Are you serious? <laughs> do whatever you want, man. It's weird, man. Just getting back to the fucking normal shit, and... Uh, coming up with a list for Mary Mayhem that's 2k and Butcher's pretty stoked about that now so he and I are going to roll down oh, there together badass. get involved in that I think that's almost sold out Cone just posted today's only there's got three, three spots yep. left so that'll be fun I don't know anybody that follows me on Twitter will have seen that as a part of doing the display board and just it's something I've been wanting to do in general I went to the fucking craft store and picked up these tubes of paint it's called basics and it's like these clear plastic tubes of paint it's just acrylic paints they're like three three to five bucks each, depends on whether they're on sale or not. But you get a ton of paint. So I bought like a medium gray, a black, a bleached bone color, and a dark brown. And they're fucking awesome, dude. They're pretty thick, so you have to mix them a bit before you can use them. But other than that, like they're completely perfect to use. I've, I used them on the Minotaur now. came out awesome. You can't tell the difference. Hmm. For that price, for how much paint you get, you're a fucking okay. dipshit if you're what still What is that buying. brand? Brand is Liquitex, and they're just called Basics. It says Basics yeah. really big on the front, and they they look kind of like toothpaste tubes. Yeah, so these are more look more like artist yeah. paints rather than like grandma woodblock paint and craft paints, which yeah. is what I tried. If you go to Michael's, the craft store, they're in the section where all the really good like acrylic and oil paints are. They're fucking awesome, though. And it, I think they're $4.99, but when I was there, they're on sale for $3.99. And if you ever buy anything at Michael's, you get a fucking 40% off coupon. Yeah. And I I end up having to buy two brushes. I spent like $30 on fucking brushes. Mm-hmm. And that one of them I had a 40% coupon with just so I had big, huge dry brushes to use on that board. But these paints are really fucking awesome. I tweeted a pic of them a while back. So it's um, probably... It costs like 
Well, a dollar fifty more than a G Dub, and you you get probably like get ten eight to times, ten yeah. times <laughs> as much. It's one hundred eighteen milliliters. Yeah, it's or four ounces <laughs> of paint. And I painted those whole display boards, and you see, there's a fucking ton of work done on the dis- the main display board. You pointed this out earlier, but when I was when I was building it, we've I've always had that issue. My old one, it's always kind of pissed me off that the edges are just fucking cut looking shitty foam. So I try to come up with an idea, something mm-hmm. to do cool with them and it, i was up on uh, the terrain winch's blog and she had done this like brickwork on styrofoam i'm like oh ho, that was it so i did the whole surrounding part of the board in brickwork this is like three layers of foam a couple different sizes or heights of foam um just went around and put bricks all the way around it turned out really good end up being a bitch to paint because you want to fucking i did like a base coat two layers of dry brushing and ink like a brown wash mm-hmm. and then another layer of dry brushing. So it took fucking forever, but it looks really good and, and it's interesting. And if it gets damaged a little bit, it won't be nearly as obvious as the old one that I had where yeah, just painted black, you know. So that turned out really good. I'll do some blog posts on those. I have a ton of pictures of me building up the terrain and building up the display board. So you can see how that came together. And my original thought was to come up with something like what you had where, you know, it's transportable, it's usable, it's friendly. And I, I tried to plan something. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm just going to do something big and that I think is cool. And that's going to be that. <laughs> so yeah. The terrain part worked out because I ended up having two two storage bins, one bigger than the other. And then the small one fits into the top of the bigger one, and all my models are magneted to the bottom of the big one. Yeah, so, that part was cool. You yeah, have to that was just dumb take a luck. pick or <laughs> put on the blog or something so people can tell what you mean. Yeah. But it's pretty slick. So I'm happy with how everything came together. And the army, I put it all on there and took a bunch of pics, and it looks really fucking good, and it's pretty badass. So I think I started that like four or five years ago, <laughs> whereas when the idea struck to do bull ogres. Oh. And, uh, thinking oh yeah this would be like a six month project (laughs) this would be awesome because i had like it's not that many models yeah the the footprint is quite small yeah well you know it ended up being like maybe 38 models and there's 10 knoblers in the list it's pretty small but it turns out when you paint models that size it still fucking takes forever Mm -hmm. after i finished painting all those dudes i was working on the fucking orctonian boar and i finished boar number five and it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, came together pretty badass too. But it's hilarious how fast it went to me. Sit down for like two or three hours, and you're mostly fucking done with the model. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is fucking insane because I'm used to spending like twenty or thirty hours on a fucking minotaur, you know. So it's all about perspective. But it's been fun. Well, and I've if, been, you, if you covered the orc riders in fur. with fur, <laughs> then I think you could really speed things along. I probably could, but it's not very fucking nightly. Maybe if I give them, like, fur cloaks. Skin-tight fur yeah. cloaks, bro. <laughs> like so, the old chaos. Remember the old metal chaos knights? They have a lot of fur on them? I don't even remember. Yeah, they got like they look like the dude, the plastic dudes on foot. They literally look like those guys yeah. riding the Just nightly riding steeds. steeds. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm happy to fucking do something different. The boar I painted, I painted most of that boar. I did the skin tone and the fur and the shield for the rider a long time ago. So when I started painting him again, it was fucking blue and white were the colors, and it, I was like, God fucking damn it, dude. I'm sick of these <laughs> colors. So I'd be the last fucking blue and white 4A for a while. I'm going to do, like, lots of reds and oranges and some yellows and shit like that and mm-hmm. mix it up. I want to do greens, but 
since the skin's green and you don't really see any greens in the Bretonian army other than the green knight himself so that is true all my knight is the green knights it's making pretty good time I had a fucking warm up game against Butcher He's, really yeah went over it's to Demons, his place yeah North Star style yep or is this a we, no, Screw it was City a, we did 3k okay, so because so Screw City practice. I had to practice for Screw City but at first he wasn't down with it and then he's like alright fine I'll do it for you and I don't know. It was fun, but he doesn't have much of a strategy. Just push it all forward. He really had no idea how to use the fucking... That is his main <laughs> strategy. He had a lot of magic, like four magic users. He really didn't know what the fuck to do with them. And uh, he had two corn cannons, of course. All Nurgle. But they're pretty badass themed. He's got like these... They're like these huge maggot larvae things. I did see on the Butcher's Bill or oh, whatever. Oh, he put them up? Yeah, oh, they're yeah, on so there. Definitely check out the Butcher's Bill. It's awesome. They're these big old larvae with these like wooden howdas built on the it's back. Like little bellows. There's, they're like pump them up. Yeah, there's like a an attachment to the butts of these things. And it goes up <laughs> yeah. to the top. And there's two freaking plague bearers on there and there's like a cannon it's pretty badass it's a really cool idea and he pulled it off pretty well so i was impressed by that and i was mm-hmm. just entertaining to look at dude's on top of his shit something in the water and point i think <laughs> come up with good stuff <laughs> so, uh, but yeah he, only fucking notable things from that game <laughs> he fucking i had my two razor gores i set them up on the far flanks one on each side and uh, he had his two corn cannons, one on each side. And so my first turn, I just moved my shit forward and get ready to charge those cannons. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's pretty fucking brazen with those things. He's like, well, I'm pretty sure those Razor Gore can't beat these cannons, so I'm just going to expose my flank to you so I get a couple good shots here. <laughs> <laughs> and sure as shit, they both go in. They both fucking take him out. And yeah. Every single time I've ever charged a cannon with one of those Razor Gore, they've killed it. Like, not a problem. They've popped it on combat res, so... Yeah, I don't like exposing the flanks on those. <laughs> Turns out it's if, not a good plan. Yeah, all you have to do is lose, and you'll take a, you could take some wounds. You're testing on a seven, one try. So. Well, I think if it was like saber tusks, you could probably expose your flank it's to that. It's dicey. Because the razor, one of them did take two wounds in the combat, mm-hmm. so that would have wiped out a saber tusk. And the razor gores are tough five, so you know they're pretty survivable where the saber tusks yeah. aren't. Anything though, that most of the time <laughs> they'll just kill the saber tusk, but 10, 20% of the time you're going to get a little bad luck. So why risk it? Yeah, that that motherfucker that wins tournaments never exposes <laughs> the flank of his fucking skill cannons. So. <laughs> Not unless you have to. Anyways, though, Butcher had the four up regen on two big blocks, like maybe 30 strong plague bears, and I just couldn't get couldn't get through. It was just a big slog fest, and I ended mm-hmm. up completely enveloping it at, at one point and finally killing him, but. Enveloping and, is regenerating logs, like a big beast man vagina. It's pretty fucking sexy. He had the great unclean one, and I, I was rocking beastman. He had the great unclean one. He pretty much just like hit him and pussyfooted around with the dude instead of like getting him in my grill, which is what he should have been doing. Because I don't have a yeah. good answer for those things. Beat with beastmen. Anybody that doesn't have an answer, fucking run that bitch up there and start kicking ass, dude. So, but either way, he's a little fragile. I ended up beating him. I felt pretty good about where I was with the list. At How was he feeling? Uh, I think he's he was in a pretty good funk for a while there. Yeah. <laughs> when Butcher gets in a funk, did he buy you a Papa Murphy's pizza? Nah, he was on uh, furlough because the government was shut uh. down at that time. <laughs> so his old lady had made a bunch of uh, like these awesome pork sandwiches oh, and nice. all these banana peppers. So I brought a fucking eight pack of Guinness over, and we just fucking went to town. 
And I probably ate like six sandwiches. <laughs> I went all fucking Randy on his ass. <laughs> there were six sandwiches there. Either way, it was fun. It was good to get a game. So, moving on. The fucking shirts are going pretty fast, buddy. Yeah. Got a fucking handful of what them left. What do we have remaining? Uh, I'm not sure. I'd have to dig in the box, but not a lot compared to what we had. So, it's pretty good. I've been thinking about getting a hooded sweatshirt printed up with that on the back. So oh, that would be. If anybody's interested ass. in that, let me know. We could do any, pretty much any color. So I'll probably do black, <laughs> like black sweaters. <laughs> but, but yeah, so if you're interested in that, let me know. I'm gonna call up and see what the price is on it, and perhaps we can hook you up with that fucking badass Wisco shit. I got a uh, shout out to Kyle Tid from fucking Alberta, Canada. He sent in, uh, ordered a shirt, sent us in fucking 10 Canadian dollars here for some Canadian beer money. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He also sent some American cash to cover the shirt. <laughs> so, oh, badass. Yeah. Fucking 10. There's I was like wondering fucking, why there's literally kind of currency this, you had over there. Look look what's going on on this $5 Canadian bill here. Oh, they're playing hockey? <laughs> there's a bunch of fuckers playing hockey. Oh. And then some fucking weird old bastard who I have no idea who he is. I thought it was just leaves. <laughs> yeah. Canadian money. <laughs> this is supposed to be printed on maple leaves? <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? But yeah, so that's pretty cool. You been fucking listening, watching, reading anything cool? Well, I saw finally uh, Netflix has been updated with quite a few television programs. I'm enjoying a program I've been searching for for some time. It's called The Haunted. Oh, yeah. Originally aired on Animal Planet. (laughs) It's like all those ghost shows you see, except there's an animal involved. (laughs) In The Haunted. Very loosely, at least, (laughs) in each one. I've been watching those with Kellogg. Mm. They are pretty good. About one out of three is pretty boring. (laughs) About one out of three... It's kind of interesting, but the ghosts don't end up being very mean, and they're quite benign, so that's not interesting. And then one out of three, you get really interesting shit. Yeah. <laughs> where the ghosts are assholes, <laughs> causing all sorts of troubles. Pooping on the floors. <laughs> but it's a total mix. We got animals with human ghosts, humans with animal ghosts, <laughs> dude. If you're going to watch it, which I highly recommend... <laughs> A little bit. I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would start with the second episode. Yeah. Because it's quite interesting. Okay. And there may or may not be apes or monkeys involved. <laughs> the ghosts of or actual I can't reveal. I yeah, can't reveal. Okay. I don't want to bring a haunting down upon your house, John. Yeah, please don't. After the dead dog incident in this fucking place. Ooh, well, what happened there? Did I tell you that? No. When I fucking first move in here, the dog kennel, there was like that big dog run and dog kennel in the back. And it is mm. like these ass fucks that own this place had built this dog area and they paved it with these fucking like 12, 12 inch by like two inch thick paver stones so the dog couldn't dig out and put up a fence and a dog house. And then the shit got abandoned and the people that lived here after them just started throwing fucking all their lawn clippings and bullshit in there. Mm-hmm. So when I moved in, it was a fucking blight on my property. So I just yeah. ripped it all apart, got rid of everything. And when I finally fucking got to that dog house, I smelled something fucking funny. I pull the roof off, oh, dead fucking dog laying oh. in the goddamn doghouse. That's fucking disturbing, How, dude. Yeah, what the hell? Well, I, I talked to the neighbor about it because this old dude that lives next to me has been living here since like this place was built. And he's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I always wondered what happened to Little Penny. Uh. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> fucked, man. Like, you guys are fucking... And I guess the lady that lived here was like in her late 70s or, or mm. whatever and couldn't like take care of the dog or the property at the end. So just, just let everything dog. go. Mm. Things rough. Yeah. 
Have you noticed any mysterious shadows? Any Howling? Knocking yeah. on wood? I think the cats would let me know if anything weird was going on. Well, cats are very sensitive to the paranormal, John. <laughs> I've learned this. These kitties keep ghosts away. <laughs> uh, maybe they do. <laughs> One of uh, one of the episodes had like a weird, like cult of of bass. Yeah, where like they worship cats. <laughs> the they're cat, like yeah. they're kind of like Wiccans, but they like worship cats and shit. <laughs> I think there was a ghost cat maybe in that one. But it's interesting. That's about all I've been watching. Yeah, I did see Gravity. Oh yeah, that's a fucking tits movie. That's really? badass. You should go see that in a theater. I'd recommend. It's like the most stressful movie I've ever seen. Really. Where I'm just stressing out, man. Is she going to make it or is she not? I'm freaking out here. Did you see it in 3D? I did. 3D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 3D's nuts. 3D's just nuts. <laughs> they'll do that with movies where like, you can see it in 3D or you cannot see it at all. It's up to you. <laughs> but it was legit. I'm intrigued. I haven't been to the fucking theater since... The Hobbit came out. <laughs> yeah. There's been a lot of shit for a long time. Yeah. So that's the first movie I've gone to. You guys that are I close can remember. In Wausau to that awesome theater. Secret. Fucking shit ones down here. Yeah. Then if I go up there to, to watch a movie, she's going to want to go to the fucking, that basil place. I got to drop like 80 bucks on a meal. Yeah. And some and it's egg not fried rice. Really great that's food. Well, Wausau quality. Yeah. That's the number one rated restaurant in Wausau. <laughs> they got really good beers there. Like, like Big Bull Falls beers and a couple others. So that's it's awesome. It's all. It is overrated. Yeah. It's basically egg, egg fried rice. Yeah. I was Different impressed. Varieties. We went there twice. Kind of noodles and I've, I've spent a lot of money there. You're paying all your ass yeah. for like 15 or 16 bucks for like a 7 or $8 <laughs> kind of dish. <laughs> Could have went to the fucking like noodles and company. To the bell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Noodles. T-John. If you just hit in on that road, you'll hit yeah. the T-John before long. Yeah, but Ginger wouldn't eat there. So, ah! You fucking ass hat! This fucking cat just attacked my hand. I think there's a ghost in here. He's acting really I think weird. So. Who's a naughty? Anyway, I fucking I don't know if I talked about Wrath of the Cons hardcore history on the podcast oh, yet, but I think we did. Fucking we mentioned a, it. You talked about it, but man, either way, it was so fucking good. Highly recommended. I watched when I was doing the Bull Ogres, the show The Shield. It's a mm-hmm. cop drama from like the nineties. Yeah, so it's cool. And some ass fucker told me. Well, because I like The Wire a lot, so somebody told me, oh, if you like The Wire, you should check this out. This show's good. It's better than The Fucking Wire. And uh, it was good, but it wasn't better than The Fucking Wire. Wire is held in high esteem yeah. by many a person. <laughs> Wire's pretty badass. But this was a good show. It's worth watching if you got nothing else. There's like, eh, maybe fucking nine seasons or so. Another strong, bald protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> that guy's life is shit by the end. I won't give it away, but just like, oh, what a fucking shitty spot. I was listening to... Combat Phase podcast. That's uh, Kenny Lull. You know Kenny, but nope. East Coast Kenny. He. Uh, I just listened because yeah, I met Kenny. I've seen him fucking tweeting about it and shit. And that's pretty funny. They actually fucking cracking jokes about killing hookers and shit like that. <laughs> so it's pretty entertaining. It's not like Warhammer specific. It's just general gaming stuff. And uh-huh. What's it called? Combat Phase. Okay. So that's 
it's worth a listen if you're fucking into the podcast mm-hmm. thing and you like stories about dudes killing ogres and oh. it's pretty funny yeah we put out the call last time for the actual play podcast mm-hmm. and I got a ton of recommendations so thanks to everybody we got them through Twitter email somebody posted on I have multiple people recommend nerd poker to me which is Brian Posehn he's a comedian You'd recognize him if you see him. He has a really distinctive voice, and he's yeah. really weird, like potato head looking. <laughs> but he really likes heavy metal and stuff. <laughs> but it's it's pretty good. Yeah, like the quality is really good because they do it with like some kind of podcasting company. So the the sound quality is legit. Everybody's really funny in it. It's good. I've listened to about thirteen or fourteen episodes of it. They're they're pretty nice. They're like an hour, or fifteen minutes long, shorter. But uh, that it's it's pretty good. That, ongoing campaign <laughs> the only issue is like the story of it is like the actual dungeon mastering of it like the story is kind of strange and not yeah. that interesting but everybody else is interesting so <laughs> like i kind of don't always pay attention to what's going on but it's pretty decent that's a good chuckle. for an actual play yeah kind of chuckly podcast where most of the other ones i saw were kind of more serious so yeah uh, i got a couple other recommendations but i've um, just been working through the nerd poker so i'll uh, have to check those out as well okay i was listening to ohio hammer this week just catching up on stuff and uh they went to uh, dustin and andrew went to the legendary gamer fair and that's uh, in ohio some fucking where Somewhere Sounds that like they, a LARP thing. They're fucking... Break out your foam swords. It was a Warhammer tourney, but Ohio is kind of a weird place because they're claiming Midwest, but to me, that's East, so... <laughs> they, at the you know at the awards ceremony, they ended up having a goddamn hangover award. Oh, really? <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> find that pretty entertaining, though. That's a bit suspicious. Yeah. I've been but, doing... Uh, what's that? That's not bad. You can inspire a whole wave of tournaments <laughs> to the do a hangover award. Courage, drunken debauchery. I did order the Hastings hangover award. This year, we're going to have a little trophy for it. Ooh, I nice. didn't want to put in fucking whatever it was, like 20 hours on something again. So this time, I end up buying something, and I'm going to customize it up a bit, but mm-hmm. pretty happy with it. I think it'll be pretty entertaining. I, it's about $30, and I'll probably put 5 to 10 hours into it. Should be fucking awesome. Tentatively estimated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Means we're going to be over 30 for sure. <laughs> Go over the fucking top again. <laughs> Been doing a lot of reading still. I fucking read The Catcher in the Rye, and then I really wanted to fucking read... Well, actually, then I read Liber Chaotica, the corn one, mm. and it's pretty fucking good, dude. It's I mean, There's no like one story to it. It's all just different information and a couple stories, whatever, but it's written... Is it like the stories like that are in the army books like that where they give you the history a little bit of that stuff. yeah there's a little bit of that just telling you what's happened yeah they talk about like all the different uh, marauder tribes that worship corn and then they mm-hmm. talk about just different battles but it's written from the perspective of an empire scholar mm-hmm. and there's a whole fucking section about 40k they talk about like the berserkers and this kind of shit uh. and and it's written from the perspective of an empire dude Writing about like the campaigns of Abaddon the Destroyer and the uh, Black Crusades, spoiler, whatever. And it's like he's having these dreams and these <laughs> visions of this shit going on that he knows is going to happen or has happened. He doesn't really know, but he's like 
kind of half going crazy and as it proceeds there's like all these writings in the margin and all over the book it's but it's, it's entertaining it's it's fucking good read how did you get a hold of that i have like the big the full Libra chaotica you know so it's got all four of them in there mm-hmm. pretty sure i got it when i bought out jade co that time mm. that's must be where it came from because i wouldn't ever just buy something like that but and then after that i really wanted to fucking read dune again but I didn't have Dune, so then I started reading fucking Dragonlance again. So I read the first fucking book in the Dragonlance Chronicles, Dragons of Autumn Twilight. <laughs> and it was yeah. fucking so good. I probably read that in just like the last week I read the whole book. And then I started reading the first book in the Lost Chronicles, which is Dragons of Dwarven Depth. So it's... What is that? It's... In the fucking main three books, there's gaps in them in between Mm -hmm. the books, and the Lost Chronicles fill in those gaps. So I'm going to read the whole story in chronological order and get it all together. But so far, it's been really fucking awesome. When you go from the the old you know book from the 80s to the newer one, which was like 2005 or six, you notice a difference right away. Even though it's the same authors, like it immediately starts with the perspective of the Draconians. Mm-hmm. After Lord Verminard's killed, you can tell it's it's really different and evolved from where they started. But it's really yeah. good and it's familiar. I like it. And then fucking White Tech's gonna send me the complete Dune stuff on audiobook. Nice. So that'll be probably fucking eagerly. I purposely have not been fucking starting new shows. To after I finished the Shield, I started rewatching Trailer Park Boys, which is why <laughs> I've been making nonstop fucking references lately. But. Stuff not to. Yeah. I'm on like season six already because there's only like, they're only like 20 minute episodes. Six to eight episodes a season. Yeah. But god damn is it. It's like the third time I've watched it through and it's so fucking funny, dude. Such, such good shit. So pretty fucking solid. Since I've been so busy on the modeling, I've been fucking doing a ton of shit too and in the entertainment department. Mm-hmm. I hope you're not letting Hastings Properties LLC fall oh. by the wayside here. It's just been kicking my ass. I've been so busy with that too. I got fucking all kind of, like yesterday. Yesterday, one of the tenants called because she gave her 30-day notice and she's going to move out at the end of November. And okay. she's a young chick, probably like 23, whatever. And she lives there alone, but she can't afford it on herself, so she keeps finding these roommates on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. So she, people she doesn't know, just these random fucking people, and she lets them fucking move in. And then, so she calls yesterday, because now she's moving out, and she wants these people out. And she's like, how the fuck do I get these people out of my apartment before I had to move out? Because they said they're not going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, do they want to like sign a lease and pay? She's like, no, they don't want to pay. I'm like, well, <laughs> I think uh, it's your lease. You should call the sheriff and fucking throw them out. And she's like, well, yeah, I know they have warrants and shit. They're pretty shitty people. She's like, all they ever do is fucking get drunk. She's like, they... <laughs> they just got a $500 bonus at work, and then they went out and got completely plastered and spent all their money, and now they can't afford fucking rent on their own, <laughs> so now they can't stay, and they're fucking saying they're just going to stay. I'm like, well, if they're still there on fucking December 1st, I'm just going to have the sheriff come in, because they're fucking squatting in my joint, dude. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all just that kind of shit, like, nonstop, dude. And, it's a lot of drama it's and bullshit. It's a different kind of humanity it, you're getting to interact with. It really is. It's just like a different fucking class of people. And I don't know. It's been all right. Most of the people are pretty fucking good and just, you know, don't cause me any issues and pay the fucking rent on time. <laughs> but there's like two shit apples in the bunch. So <laughs> for a while, I had some. I had this fucking like list of goals. These are the things I'm going to do. And mm-hmm. these fucking shit apples has been causing me so many problems. <laughs> the fucking the drunk apartment manager here 
And so I changed my fucking new goal to get rid of the shit apples and then fucking try and get some decent people in there. So that's my current focus. But it's been all right. I fucking I haven't lost any money yet. So I did have one tenant's fucking check bounce after I blew 1,200 bones on a new laundry dryer and kind of chapped my ass. So mm, What's the procedure on that? The procedure Tack is on. give them a five-day notice to pay or get the fuck out mm-hmm. and then uh, charge a fucking fee. And you can start charging late fees because... I, I my lease. I got every fucking day they're late. It's five bucks a day, mm-hmm. and it's a thirty-five dollar bounce check fee. So when I finally take them to court, if they don't pay, the judge the judge should award all this fucking shit because they signed for it. I never never did the court thing yet, but it's just a matter of fucking time with these shit apples. <laughs> the shit apples. <laughs> the shit apples don't fall far from the fucking shit tree. So North Star is in like tomorrow. Me and fucking the yeah. burr head out to, to North Star. The pairings went up tonight. Oh, really? Me, round one, versus Eric Hagen, Orcs and Goblins. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, the Bear is playing against Chad Hansen. Oh, I knew that <laughs> one. That one was arranged. Oh, yeah? They wanted okay. to f- do a scrum there. Butcher playing against Adam Salmon. Fucking Sambo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, three of you got really good guys. Yeah, pretty excited about that. The only other ones I remember, because someone tweeted, Gerald got uh, Josh Rosenstein from California. Oh, that bro is coming out for North Star, huh? Yeah. I think he was here. He was here last last year, year too, at least. But I didn't see any of the other Cali dudes' names I recognized on there right away. I didn't look too close, but... But yeah, so that was pretty cool to see the pairings up the day before. And obviously, it's subject to change if Mm -hmm. motherfuckers don't show up. But that was pretty cool, those dudes. And fucking gives me some entertainment. I tried to fucking find Hagen's Twitter. I thought it was Hagen Works, but... It is. I I fucking searched for it. It didn't come up, so I'm like, well... It's Works with an E... Oh, yeah, that could be why I didn't I believe. see it. Fucker. <laughs> Maybe I'll get to that later, but yeah, should be fun. I'm looking forward to getting the fuck away for a couple days, chilling out, having some fun, trying not to get drunk and have a headache like I did for fucking Screw City hey, all man. this Saturday. And then when I have a hangover award to give away, you don't want to <laughs> rule yourself out just in case. I could win the hangover hammer. <laughs> so, other than that, I got fucking... I'm all good to go for Mayhem. Just got to submit a list to, to Cohen. Got on the list for that. I paid up. And by paid, he said, just give Raj 20 bucks of <laughs> entries for fucking That's right. pack contest. And, uh, yeah, speaking of the contest, yeah. we are running out of time here, people. So after North Star, we usually fucking rock that, right? Yeah, after North more Star. I'm trying to see what the exact date I gave out to the motherfuckers. We're up to $812.40 in the fund, so that is pretty decent. So the Friday tournament at Pacquiao, you've changed it from a 1,000 to a 2,000 pointer, right? And now it starts at noon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Instead so, of uh, four or whatever. Yeah, a lot of our good buddies weren't able to get in because it filled up so quickly this year. Yeah. So, But we know a ton of people are coming up anyways. Sure. And they're going to be there on Friday to hang out. So we just wanted to expand the tournament for, for those folks to have a tournament experience, even if they're not involved in yeah. the full uh, five game one on Saturday and Sunday, but the way it's going to work is the people that play in that tournament can have a chance at getting into <laughs> the full Wapaka experience. Uh, so the whoever wins or the order, you know, of people who win, uh, that'll determine who gets dibs if there's a no show. So it's not uh, going to go by the waiting list then. No, the waiting list will go up until 
that tournament starts and then the tournament will decide. Okay. Because, you know, the people that are actually at the event should get dibs. So we will see. We got an email from Mr. Ben, ben Diesel. Diesel. <laughs> asking, asking if he could get in. <laughs> asking what his chances were. So well, there's like 14 people on the waiting list, and it's a couple months out yet, three months out. So yeah, 13 or 14 folks. I put them on there. I told them submit his money for the contest, and it's November 9th is the last day. Okay, to get your money in for the contest. So I don't know if we'll we'll do it that way, but that's the the last day. It's like a week after North Star, sure, or so. Um, but yeah, I told them get on the waiting list, put your money in for the contest and then if all else fails just show up on that friday <laughs> and kick everyone's ass and you'll be the first in line boom but he's he said he um you know he realizes slate even if he can't get in for sure he's he's thinking about he coming. A, yeah it sound like he's gonna so. come either way and i've been working with chippy rick to chippy rick. get him sorted on well he'll be crashing with one of us for a couple days okay. so bear that in mind and like i have space and i've been working with patty and uh, tomlin. tomlin yeah and hook those bros up with Nickel down in Chicago. That's Ooh. where they're going in. What about uh, Bubsy? Is he going to take care I of that I haven't heard bro? from Bubsy yet, no? but we'll be able to work something out for sure. Did he make the fucking tourney list? He did. Okay. Cool, brother. Mm-hmm. I've been... Chippy Rick said he's fucking working on some new uh, high elves just for PACA. Yeah, he's... You better get going. <laughs> Run out of time, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He had some questions. He's thinking about using that pearl spray. Oh, yeah? He can find it in the UK, uh. which he said he thinks that he found the equivalent. Yeah. Or maybe the actual thing. So he had some questions about how the metallics work. Sure. So. Okay. Very cool. We'll see. Yeah, I'd love to see some sweet-ass fish. I'm fucking pretty stoked for that. That's going to be a crazy time. It's going to be wild. Yeah. It's going to be a packed hall because we're squeezing in more tables probably five or six more so it wasn't there was space last year you could tell there was a little room but now it's going to be filled up and then we're going to have at least five or ten people who aren't in the tournament that are going to be there still so you're just adding more people to the hall so it's going to be a big party it's going to be awesome dress diesel up in some kind of barmaid outfit and get him to run drinks (laughs) make some fucking cash while he's here yeah maybe that statue of liberty Isn't there some iconic picture of him somewhere? (laughs) Back in the Bear vs. Diesel contest? Yeah. (laughs) So, be pretty fucking badass. Mm -hmm. I'm buzzed out of my mind off this vaporizer. So, I gave up on the fucking e-cig. Just wasn't doing it. And I bought a proper vaporizer. This vapor shop opened up downtown. vaping. Holy shit, dude. It is the fucking ultimate nicotine delivery system. (laughs) I fucking puffed it so much at work. The guy next to me got sick. He stood up and he was dizzy, said he was feeling ill. He had a fucking nicotine buzz sitting like eight feet away from me (laughs) in the office. And then this week, my boss called me in and he's like, yeah, HR just had a meeting about that vaporizer. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else there smokes it but me, so... HR had a fucking meeting, and they decided to treat them just like cigarettes, so now I can't smoke it in the office anymore. Go down to, like, the third floor. Yeah. Well, now I just go fucking sit in the... When I'm in the bathroom, no one's in there, I'm just wailing on it. (laughs) Or if I'm walking around, I'm sneaking puffs (laughs) out the motherfucker. (laughs) But it's fucking... Oh, man. It just kicks your ass. It's it's been a good time. I I am definitely as addicted to nicotine uh, way more than I've ever been in my life. (laughs) It's fucked up, dude. 
I'm, today I smoked it so much in the afternoon that I got really fucking sick feeling and had to sit down for a while. <laughs> it's like when you get really, really drunk and smoke a cigarette and you get that super dizzy, nauseous thing that lasts like 10 minutes. That's exactly what I got. I'm like, man, I got to lay off this fucking thing really bad. Mm-hmm. Just beat my ass, but it's been fucking super solid. So, yeah, we should probably take a fucking break, dude. Good. really fucking weird to see my name on the North Star listing with Ogre Kingdoms next to it. I've been fucking Beastmen forever, bro. You've been a beast, bro. I've been so unhappy with the Beastmen, so it'd be nice for a fucking change, dude. Even if I get owned, at least it was something fucking different. I think I'll have a blast. It's An iron blast. Boom. Fucking A. Been growing out this facial hair. It's about seven or eight days in here. I'm t- well, tomorrow begins November, so um, debating on rolling with it. The mustache part doesn't itch too much, but the problem is only about a third of the hair is coming black, and the rest are like orange or blonde, so you really can't mm-hmm. see them yet. So it looks pretty fucking sparse and creepy. <laughs> so I'm hoping if I let it get fucking a little longer, it stays. It'll be all right. <laughs> I think you gotta roll with it. This is, is you just gotta give it some time, see what see what happens. This is as long as it's ever been, and it's just so fucking itchy. I don't know. I don't know if I can get past. This is where I. It's been itching for like maybe two or three days, and I've never gotten past the itch phase. So we'll fucking see. But if it works and the mustache comes in proper, I'm just going to let it go until Paca. <laughs> Should be able to pull some awesome shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking good times. <laughs> you want to talk about fucking SCGT? <laughs> yeah, the other one. The American. Six months later. Screw City. Screw City Grand Tournament. It's fucking good times we fucking it's weird to be back on the road with raj it's been a while i was excited for this one. Oh yeah why is that because you just uh, had a good feeling or what <laughs> i just had a good lucky feeling you, know? <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> yeah, it's fine because didn't really have to do anything to prepare yeah so i just had a nice attitude of i signed up for this a while ago submitted my list a while ago yeah so i didn't have to do any last minute painting <laughs> staying up all night so it was uncharacteristically <laughs> Leisurely. Uneventful, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't on edge. I wasn't tired. I could think straight. Uh, that's a good point. You weren't You weren't the wiped out guy you were like in the UK. <laughs> you were just a yeah, fucking the usual. mess the last, whole time. Go to go to last bed. minute army tournament painter. <laughs> so, yeah, it was fucking fun, man. We rocked down there on Friday. Mm-hmm. That buzzed out of my mind. I'm like three different types of fucking nicotine intake. Yeah, rolling strong. Yeah. Well, it wasn't too bad. It was maybe two and a half hours down there, so that was pretty decent. Yeah, it's a quick ride. And uh, fucking rolled in. What the fuck happened Friday? I don't think anything. We, we got, got there. The hall was locked. Full of people. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's how I uh, end up with that headache. I got to take this. Raj got to take a call from his mom. Raj's mom calling. He thinks she can't make the rent. He's going to have to pay her rent. I really wish the tenants I had 
had kids like Rods that would pay their fucking rent instead of making me fucking chase after it all the time. So he chaps my ass. Take a little quick fucking interlude. Sleepy. Sleepy time. Between all the fucking nicotine in my system. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Screw City Man. Yeah, so Friday we end up in Grant Fetter's room. There's a bunch of drunk fuckers playing Warhammer Quest. On one bad. Different bunch the of drunk other bad. fuckers playing Cards Against Humanity on the other. I stuck the Quest bag primarily. I bounced around quite a lot. <laughs> Ended up playing a little bit of Quest and getting in a little bit of Cards of Humanity as well. <laughs> Pretty good time, though. I ended up fucking drinking way too much for some god-awful reason. I drank about the perfect amount. Yeah. I was... F- I had the fucking most thumping headache all fucking day Saturday. <laughs> it was a really bad plan. Well, I had, I had the two road wines and then the three hard ciders once we got there. And then Brad Schwant was kind enough to buy me a beer. Oh, yeah. We did end up at the Tilted Kilt yeah. that night, didn't we? Somebody was playing pool. I, I Old pool shark Murphy there. Yeah, I know. That's why I was trying to team up with him. Then I fucking sink the eight ball when I turn when we have left. I fucking lose it. So I end up having to buy a round of shots. Just felt like a dick. If you don't know about pool, that's the equivalent of the uh, two to four miscast. <laughs> Sinking yourself down the hole. Auto lose. <laughs> if you're VC, maybe. <laughs> so, but it was fun. It's cool to hang out. See everybody. All the chicks and dudes. Yeah. It was fun to watch Warhammer Quest, too, because I've never seen Didn't really know what the fuck it was about. So yeah. I enjoyed that. I remember when I was a kid, we always had Hero Quest. So Warhammer Quest always looked like a more awesomer version of Hero Quest that we could never afford. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I've been wanting to get it on the iPad, but since I don't have an iPad, that means I have to buy an iPad. It's true. And then, don't you have something like that already? No, man. a different I, tablet? I bought an Asus, like, Infinity tablet, uh, and I paid, like, three fifty for it. It came with a keyboard and spent, like... It's th- pretty comparable on price. Well, I spent, like, this was... It was a refurb. Okay. I got it on Woot.com one day, and I, I spent, like, 30 bucks getting a nice case for it and shit and then it sat around for months so I put it on the century board for sale and ended up selling it for 425 bucks <laughs> <laughs> I sold it for more than I bought it for but I don't know it just I never fuck. maybe I fucking used it like once in a pinch to pull up some mm-hmm. porno and that was about it so it just didn't seem worth it to have 400 bucks sitting there so been selling off a lot of shit since I don't have eBay you see uh, yeah. fucking multiple right. stacks of shit piling up all around trying to figure out what to do with it I also got this new fucking idea for yeah. an awesome contest I'm literally sitting in a a chair made out of Dreadfleet boxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made the Dreadfleet throne. Son. It's uh, 
I've been. I got this new contest I want to do for the podcast, but I can't figure out how to take the payments. So I don't fucking know what to do. But once I figure out how to take payments, I got a really awesome idea for a cool fucking contest, and uh, we'll see how that goes. But that seems like you need to change your identity again. Yeah, now that it, I got to put up an, another mailbox. Your assumed name of Johnny Hastings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put up another mailbox in my apartment building, real. and. Uh, then I'll have a different address in a different city, <laughs> and uh, like I use my business account. Maybe I could run it that way, but I don't know if then they'll start taxing me on all the money I pull through uh-huh. it or not. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> Anyways, so fucking talk about fucking Saturday, buddy. Yeah, attorney itself. We played Warhammer. That's true. We did. <laughs> Technically, we did. Well, fucking scenario one. It was a fucking hidden deployment scenario. So there's like there was massive like a six foot pieces of cardboard blocking. Yeah, so you couldn't. It was probably six and a half, seven feet tall. You couldn't see what the other dude had on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. And the whole gaming hall, every table was blocked. I'd heard about this many times. Just people fucking shooting the shit about it. But it's the first time I'd ever actually seen it or done it. And I thought it was pretty fucking cool because mm-hmm. essentially you just deploy your whole army. Your opponent deploys his whole army, and then you pick up the board and see who put what where. Yeah, you reveal to see if you. Outflank him and chuck him. <laughs> Sneaky motherfuckers. So. What were you rocking, dude? Uh, beast? Yeah. Beast, huh? Yeah, I had the fucking beast men. 3K. I had two level fours, one on beast, one on death, one with the four upward save, one with the five upward save. I had a fucking BSB, two plus armor, and a beast banner. I had a fucking level one on shadow with a ruby ring, and he had a, the spell scroll as well. I had another level one on lower shadow as well with the shard of the hurt stone. And then I had a fucking gore. Horrible dude with a sword of battle, an iron curse icon, and black and plate. Moving in to the core selections. <laughs> 29 Ungor, 7 Ungor Raiders, 45 Gore, 2 Tuskor Chariots, 28 Best Gore with a banner of discipline, 7 Minotaur with two hand weapons, 2 units of 5 Harpies, 2 Solo Razor Gores, and then for this tournament you got an extra free character, could be up to 130 points, had to be on foot, couldn't be ethereal, couldn't be a magic user, so I took a War Gore with Armor of Fortune and a Biting Blade, which gave him uh, a 5 plus ward and Armor Piercing. Decent. Who were you lined up against? I was lined up against Chris Yu. We've been talking about playing for a while, we finally got it going, so the table we had, uh, the only thing I could really see was that in the center there was a big pond. Mm-hmm. So I kind of set up the gore on the left, and then the gore and the ungore on the left. And then on the right, it was the minotaur and the fucking bestigore. So that was it. I'm like, well, here we go. Because I had to go around this pond. I knew it. So there's no reason to put something dead center. So we fucking lift up the thing. Mm-hmm. What do we see? He had high elves. He was rocking fucking pretty jukey high elf list. Like a prince on a steed, an archmage on a steed, a noble on a steed. Another noble on foot, two units of ten archers, two units of five reavers, them, them the fast cab dudes, a unit of thirty spear elves that were ambush motherfuckers with the banner of eternal flame. He had one phoenix, a unit of nine dragon princes, two great eagles, a dragon mage. <laughs> Tell me about the dragon mage. I don't know what the new new rules are. Can you look on his yeah, print out there and tell me here. about it? So the dragon itself is weapon skill 5, strength 5, toughness 5, 5 wounds, initiative 4, 4 attacks, leader 7. Uh, the dude on his back is just elf mage, fire dude. Leader 8 isn't really the only fucking thing he's given there. But this dude had a charm shield. 
Can you even give a fucking mage a charm shield? Maybe armor. a dragon mage is different. Yeah. Is he wearing dragon armor? Yeah, he is wearing dragon armor. Oh. Must be. Oh, he's, he's got a little bit of armor save. Then, a little ward save. Get access to that charm shield. How many points is that, bro? The whole fucking lot was 400 points. So um, you had a charm shield? Yeah, what a ring of fury. And then For uh, another fireball. Golden crown of Atrazar. What, what the fuck does that do? That is a two plus ward save against the first wound mm. suffered, which cancels killing blow and multiple this bro wounds. Bro is worried about cannons. <laughs> <it> turns out. <laughs> so, and then he had two, three bolt throwers, and his extra character was just a handmaiden of the Ever Queen with the Reaver bow and a Cedar Rebirth. Huh, that's a badass little creature. Yeah, it was a beep, fucking beep, solid beep. list. It, there, it really didn't look like much because the way it was spread across the board, well, first off, the Spear Elves didn't deploy. So when he mm-hmm. lifted the board, there's like nothing there. But he did have all of his fucking main characters that were mounted in the unit uh, with the fucking banner of the world dragon all the way on the left side in the corner there so they were really only faced off against the gore and the ungore so i pretty much just fucking moved everything forward <laughs> sounds solid not really like it's very well, bacherian of you <laughs> bestiarian of me because i couldn't sit there i had to make something happen he's had a lot of shooting and magic and shit mm-hmm. so on the right flank the best of gore just kind of pussyfooted up played around with the mage didn't really do shit over there the minotaur went on a goddamn rampage and fucking Killed all the shit on the right flank. That's what we talked about last time. What's this? The Minotaur block. Yeah, they were pretty fucking good in this game. Refresh our memory with the Minotaur block. So you run seven? Seven of them with a Gorbol. No champ, but a banner and a Musil. Goddamn banner is 20 points in that unit on its own. Mm -hmm. I didn't put a champ in there because it's one attack for 20 points. And uh, the Gorbol... He's fucking pretty yeah. badass. So, so you so, frenzied to start? Yeah, you start frenzied because of the Gore Bowl. And they pretty much just cleaned up all the bullshit that he had on my right <laughs> side. And then... Like charging up? Dipshit me. Like, the best to go... Or the Gore end up, you know, going for it a bit. And then end up getting entangled uh, with the Night Block. And... Just pretty much were grinding for turns and turns mm-hmm. while the Minotaur cleaning shit up and the best score weren't doing a goddamn thing. Uh, I thought those guys and the Knights, dude. Yeah, it turns out uh, I ended up losing this game, and the reason was because when I realized the deployment, I didn't try to account for it. I just pushed my shit forward. <laughs> what I should have done was brought the best of gore over to the left side, backed the gore off a bit, and just fucking drew him in. You know, I was doing magic and trying to fucking squash the stupid phoenix. That thing's pretty fucking badass, because you end up like minus one strength yeah. ASL. If you're infantry, that's a really bad thing to be matched up with. Yeah, the Ungor got a really early charge at these fuckers he had in a building. And, like, broke them out of the building, and they did all right. And then they turned. They had the level four beast wizard with them. So I I had them up there just trying to fucking cast the spear on the fucking frost heart. And I was Mm. purple sunning. I was trying all kinds of shit, but nothing was working. Um, At one point, his mage was, like, dead center in that big block of knights, and he fucking miscast and dropped the big template on them all with the strength ten hit. Mm Mm-hmm. And then turns out Banner of the World Dragon, they all get a two plus one. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really excited at first, and I was really crestfallen after that. So uh, I ended up grinding out some of the knights, um, but Phoenix came in on the flank of the Gore. And then the Ungor came on the ass of the Phoenix. Um, his spear block came on behind the Gore, and I chaffed him up for a few turns just trying to keep him off me. But he, ended, he did end up grinding out all the Gore. 
Last Man Standing was my special free character that was in that unit because mm-hmm. somehow he just ended up being the last dude alive and ended up breaking, running away, but not getting caught. Then he ended up standing there all, all alone. Um, the Bestigor, by that time, I'd realized the error of my ways and had been bringing the Bestigor back around. So they ended up charging like some Reavers, and then they only needed to roll like a four or a five to overrun into the Frost Heart, which I had flanked with that special character guy mm-hmm. just to tie him up, and so the Bestigor could get two rounds of fighting because the game was almost over. And then the Bestigor failed to fucking overrun. Don't make it to him. But I had a fucking tournament reroll. <laughs> tournament reroll. So I used the tournament reroll and made it. And then the Bestigor got in, and did some decent damage. Last turn. He did pass like a leader test on an eight that saved the asses of the Spiros, and they had a character in their unit too, or maybe I sniped him mm-hmm. out by them, but that would have been a decent point swing, but I still end up going down. This tournament, it was a uh, win-loss draw. It wasn't a 20-0 system, yeah. so... Yeah, win-loss draw, and down. then there was like an ob- objective. Yeah, there was right. always an oge- the objective. You uh, could get even if you lost. Yeah, you maybe, could. There's a major objective that was worth three points one or the other per game. Person and could get it. Three points was pretty solid when a win was only like seven. Seven. So, like, win was seven, draw was five, loss was three, and the objective was three. So, it's worth a lot of fucking points. But I ended up getting shit. I got three points out of this game for a loss, and turns out I just wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> I did a fucking dumb thing by not just saying fuck it. And at first, I was afraid that dragon would flank the Bestigor. And by like the third the third chance he had to charge him and didn't, I'm like, he definitely doesn't want to tangle his Bestigor. Why am I such a fucking idiot here? Mm-hmm. So that's when I just said fucking like started exposing the rear of the Bestigor to the dragon while I was moving him over. Come on. Uh, just, come on. Yeah, just like give me some fucking points, dude. <laughs> come on. But you dropped the breath weapon on them um, at any point? He might have, but if he did, it was insignificant. I don't. Nothing fucking happened. That was my big mistake was not fucking trying to change my deployment. Because the Minotaur, they fucking just went on a goddamn killing rampage. It was pretty badass to see. When they work, they fucking work. And they just charging fast cav. They got into the bolt drawers later on. Later on, he had him down to just a few guys left because of all the shooting he was dishing into him. So I made mm-hmm. sure on the last turn when I overran, I went off the table so I wouldn't uh, get shot dead. <laughs> I was feeling pretty shitty at that point about it. But yeah, it was a fun game, though. It's a good, solid tactical game. Banner of the World Dragon is kind of shit because screwed me over there. Purple Sun would work, but the, the snipers would be ineffective. Ain't no save against the Purple Sun, dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. God damn it. Could have my asthma Purple Sun. Asthma first, yeah. I don't even remember what the fuck I was doing with my magic in that game, but whatever it was. It was ineffective. <laughs> so that was that. I ended up going down. Yu Tang. Yu Tang. Clean my clock there. Was he the first podcaster to get the one up on you? Definitely the first one of those Illinois fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I was down there too. I was playing a little Warhammer. Yeah, who'd you play? Played a bro named Sam Frank. Okay. I was using 3,000 points of demons. Pretty much every model that I had. I can't think of anything that I left out. I even had to make. <laughs> Uh, unit filler because I certainly didn't want to paint up four more because you need to hit the core is the issue so I had to paint a unit filler for what did you the, use for that a big stalagmite <laughs> yeah it was like a big 50 millimeter stalagmite base you fucking cop out there's one I was making for the a unit of screamers yeah so I popped it off <laughs> and then I attached it to a 50 mil and puttied it up so you didn't look like a 40 mil attached to a 50 mil, but put that in there. Weak. <laughs> this weak sauce. I was thinking about not even doing it and just going in just like a couple models short. 
But if it's core, then like that's not a legal list. If you're like you only have <laughs> by the book, you need yeah. 750. So like somebody might point out, I only have like 708 core points or something <laughs> like that. So I had to finish that unit filler. I was rocking great unclean one. You had two 50 point gifts. This is different from bits where I had one 50 point and two 25 points. Yeah, I want to see how that worked. I had a level three lore of death, and that's just the way it worked out that he was a level three instead of a level four. I took Epidemus. Special character. I took two Heralds of Zinch, level two metal. And then uh, this guy was kind of fun. He was I'm trying some I was trying some new stuff on him, stretching out the points a little bit. But a Herald of Nurgle, BSB. And then I didn't give him a gift. So if you give him a gift, you can give him a magic banner. Yeah. Unlimited points because he's the BSB. So I gave him the razor standard. So that would help out the unit. Even if he wasn't in combat, give him an extra armor piercing. That's like 45 points. Yeah. So I want to see how that worked out. And then I also gave him regen as well, the okay. locust. So the unit was regenerating. Since I figured it's decent, I'd see how it worked. The first time I tried it, I didn't like it, but I'd give it another shot. And since I had a couple characters as well, since my extra character was a just a Herald of Nurgle on foot with a gift, I figured the regen ability would also protect him if I needed to. And then I could put Epidemus in that unit if I wanted to, and he would get a regen too. So I had 39 Plague Bearers and Core, Full Command, Banner of Swiftness, 14 Horrors, Musician Standard, Gleaming Pennant, 3 Beasts of Nurgle and 1 unit, 2 Solo Beasts, 2 units of Furies, Mark Nurgle, 2 Skull Cannons, and the Plague Drones, 5 Pack, Musician Standard, Plague Probuscus. <laughs> So Sam Frank, he's playing Dark Elves, and I don't remember too much about this game. I just remember that he didn't show up until the round had already started, and then he's <laughs> quick trying to put out his army on the board. So I was really concerned with trying to move it along. I was concerned because it looked like he might have had a lot of shooty shit. Yeah. So if we only got in three or four turns, you're gonna feel he'd just it. be shooting the shit out of me, and I'm not doing anything in return. So, but he had a huge unit of crossbowmen like 40 or 50 three bolt throwers two chariots two of the hydras a unit of cold one knights with his bsb in there a unit of spear elves on foot and this and was then, old book not new yeah this is old old stuff and then he had a fly-in big guy dread dark lord. elf lord dreadlord on a peg you end up having the ring of hotak and then he had a I fucking hate that thing. the level four <laughs> sorceress of death on the also on a Pegasus and I thought the deployment I kind of liked it I kind of deploy the same in every game almost regardless yeah the big block goes in the middle I have two of every almost everything else so it's symmetrical I generally do and then the only decision is well do the beasts of Nurgle go on this side or do the plague drones go on this side <laughs> So I didn't mind it. Um, he ended up putting this big shooter unit in the middle. And I was kind of nervous at first because a big unit like that can put, you know, he could easily move up, shoot Pappy, and do a fuckload of, you know, three or four wounds You know, if he just rolls enough sixes. And then I just have to hide Pappy for the rest of the game. He can't do anything. Yeah. But he didn't do that. I was able to do a final transmutation on him first turn. Yeah. So I killed like a third, and then they fled a charge from a Beast of Nurgle because they had a level two of fire in there, I think, too. And I was going to send a beast of Nurgle and take him out. And they fled that charge, and then I, I don't think they ever rallied. With his Hydras, 
mainly he was trying really hard to do like a double flame template on the big he was really <laughs> focused on the big block of Nurgle the yeah. plague bearers so he's kind of keeping the hydras back to kind of you know he's waiting for me Save to go it. in the middle <laughs> so he can like double double flame template them <laughs> and so he never did much with them but I pretty much killed everything else but the dreadlord his dreadlord wasn't doing much he was flying back ended up getting the uh, sorceress he ended up flying in front of the uh, Plague Bear unit. And the Plague Bear unit was blocked with some harpies, but I had a unit of Furies behind him, so I had a big 10 charge. And he, he held. I made the 10. And then the Furies did a wound got through the reverse ward save and then I in the magic phase I cast the Hastings original Doom and Darkness <laughs> so she broke and then the Furies ran her down nice so I took care of that and then the other big thing was in the middle then his big spear block was faced off against the Plague Bearers they finally got through and then I was just gonna beat the shit out of the Spearmen so he fled I needed an 11 to still like run him down I rolled an 11 and I ran him down <laughs> and then he charged the Knights and the Beast of Nurgle. And I was worried he'd have the Flaming Banner, because that's usually where I see it, but he didn't. He had, like, armor piercing or something. Yeah. And then uh, one of the Beasts of Nurgles got really lucky, because they can issue a challenge. So, went up against his BSB, and I got, like, two hits, two wounds, and he failed, like, two one-up armor saves. <laughs> it wasn't going good for him. Yeah. At the end of the game, basically all he had left was the Hydras. Oh. He's like, alright, why don't we, we can call it, but first, I just want to move my Hydra over here and drop a flame template down and let's roll the damage. <laughs> so Was I'm it like, worth it? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> so I ended up Winning that one, and then your, the objective of that one is to get your special character guy into the opponent's deployment zone. Yeah. And since I had a huge charge where I ran down his guys, I was basically, one more turn, I was in his deployment zone with that guy. Okay. Most of the time, I just kept him in that big play bear unit, so I had the BSB on one end and that guy on the other end. Sure. So you fucking had a big win and the objective, you rat bastard. <laughs> I did. Okay, round fucking deuce. What do you got for a fucking scenario? This was a secret mission one where you yeah. got a fucking secret. secret card, battle line deployment, all that stuff. I ended up with the uh, secret mission. The hero has to be within 12 inches of the center of the table at the end of the game and not fleeing. So I'm like, well, that should be easy to fucking accomplish. I played against John Miller. He's rocking yeah. demons. 3K. Pretty fucking tame list, though, relative to what you usually see. He had 40 or 30 bloodletters with the champ and the hellblade. Five blood crushers. Two units of 10 flesh hounds. A herald of corn on a jugger, who obviously went with the fucking blood crushers. Two skull cannons. 20, no, two units of 20 pink horrors. Two heralds of each. So maybe it was 19 each on those pink horrors. They were fucking mm -hmm. decent sized blocks. Had a lot of fucking magic. Had a unit of six screamers. And then his special guy was a Herald the Corn on foot that went with the fucking Bloodletter Horde. When I seen that list, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty fucking tame. You know, none of the fucking, other than the two two cannons, which is a little rough, but they really weren't very effective in this game. This game, I did end up fucking winning somehow. On the right flank, once again, the Minotaur, <laughs> they got an early charge on one of them blocks of fucking 10 flesh hounds and just fucking cleaned it up pretty good and mm -hmm. picked up some chaff over there and then they fucking end up getting charged into i had him augmented um with a wild form and he charged the blood crushers in there yeah how'd the crushers do uh the crushers ended up getting fucking smoked over like three <laughs> rounds the fucking minotaur right. just went batshit yeah, crazy yeah and they just then they started coming around on the other side 
he's just bringing forward the blood letters and the gore and the best of gores kind of facing off with him, just chilling, trying to magic him. I was sniped as Harold out of the blood letter unit and uh, trying to do some snipes on the Zinch Heralds that were, he had the two blocks of 20 Zinch troopers behind the corn guys, just uh, backing them up with magic. My Razor Gore cannon trick worked again. <laughs> nice. Naturally. Gore ended up getting stuck in with the fucking blood letters, and then I got some augments and hexes off and fucking cleaned their clock really well. Wiped the fuckers out in a few turns of combat. The best of Gore got in on the fucking Zinch horrors in the back. Just... Did you take any licks from the reign of chaos table? He did have one turn where he rolled a double six on it. Ooh, what did he pop up? Did he have that extra models to bring something? Well, yeah, I told him if he didn't have the models, he couldn't use it. So all he had in his box was one bloodletter on foot, <laughs> a bloodletter unit filler, so it's a f- like a <laughs> 50 mil square, and one bloodletter without a base. <laughs> That's what I had. I used all my models, and then I had one plague bearer left over. Yeah. And that was just in case I rolled a double six, and then I could put up this little diverter. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could just put down one guy. That's all I could do. One of the Razor Gores and, and one of the Tuscore Chariots had charged into the unit of six screamers and we're just grinding it out turn yeah. after turn they did end up winning it though so it went well for me minus the few turns that the f- stupid chariot fail its fear but <laughs> past all the primal furious never makes the fear but i end up getting them and fucking pushing forward and not a lot of fucking lessons learned from this game the minotaur were pretty badass by the end they had plus seven attacks each nice so they start with three Additional hand Maxed weapon is out. four. Frenzy is five. No, they don't cap. So you just get what they get. Well, it doesn't cap at ten. Why doesn't it cap at ten? I don't know. That's how it's played. You just said that? And <laughs> that's, no one's called you on it? That's how it's played. <laughs> the highest stat you can it's, get it's is It's not 10. a stat update. It's a plus one attack. <laughs> Whatever, dude. They had fucking like... I don't know. You have to look at 11 attacks each or something. It was insane. Mm-hmm. They are fucking just insanely badass by then. And Anything they touched just disintegrated pretty solid I'm like why there's like two or three left I don't even think I lost one (laughs) yeah it doesn't matter well I got to a point where I'm like why are these dudes only three wide some of these guys in the back are coming (laughs) dude I'm losing like eight or nine attacks a turn here whatever it's just insane so I'm only getting three supporting so I'm losing my extra hand weapon frenzy plus all the other bonuses so gotta get these cats up front I ended up beating him pretty well and then just so happens that after the gore had wiped out uh, his his big block of blood letters, the best or the gore were right in the center of the table, so that's where my special character was. So I ended up getting that objective pretty easily as well, and kicked his butt, man. It's a good time though. Badass. Fun. It's nice to play a really, really tame demon list. <laughs> There's really nothing to be afraid of, and yeah, that's it's like, there. what's he gonna really do to me here? Because <laughs> he did have a lot of magic, and that was a bit scary. Because you can pull some shit sometimes, but everything's got a word save, but you still have to be able to kill shit. Turns out he did have a round where he had a four plus fucking word save with chat my height. Mm, nice. Other than that, the rain of cast didn't really do dick. All the times he would roll for my models. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Not impressive. Who'd you play around two? Played Brad Schwant. Holy Rillian. shit. He was rocking some scavers. He had some clan rat blocks, some slaves, 40-ish, 50-ish. Small unit of storm vermin, 25. Three units of 10 gutter runners. Two hell pit abominations. Two warp lightning cannons. I think there was like one giant rat pack in there, too. 
<laughs> and then there is his special guy was an assassin. That was really badass. Yeah, I played against like a guy decent later. dude. Yeah, because yeah. then he, he can like scout and stuff or like hide in units. So he hit him, and I, he might have had another one. I can't remember. Uh, but he had a couple warlocks and then two gray seers. One was on plague, the other was on uh, whatever the other one is, ruin. Yeah, both took the uh, dreaded thirteenth. <laughs> Naturally, this one was a pretty. Pretty big slugfest in the yeah. first couple of turns, back and forth. I ended up going first. My one skull cannon popped a warp lightning cannon, and then the other skull cannon I shot at a, a bomb because he had one a bomb close up front, towing the line that was going to hit me on turn two. So I wanted to at least do a flaming hit on it, or do a couple of wounds on it, or just kill it outright. Yeah. Um, so they won the shot at the a bomb. Did three wounds. Uh, move my shit up. His turn. His warp lightning cannon kills one of my skull cannons. And then in the magic phase, all hell was unleashed. <laughs> Did you roll the double six? Uh, I'm not sure what he rolled for dice, but it didn't uh, matter because yeah. of all the warpstone tokens oh, and yeah. stuff. So I forgot that you could buy warpstone tokens. <laughs> not- so I knew that you, you could get them. You started with them. Right. Because you know, it's up front. You know how many they have. And then I knew you could get power stones. So I'm like... Does he have any power stones? I'm like, that's only two dice. But I <laughs> did, didn't enter the in the equation that you could buy warpstone chunks for like mm-hmm. ten or I think they're fifteen points a piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the big plague bearer block in the middle got hit with a plague. I rolled kind of shit, and eight of them died. <laughs> and then he hit it with a double thirteenth. <laughs> but then he rolled kind of shit, and the first one got eleven, I think. And then the second one, where like you know, it was like his secret plan, the power scroll burning the warp stone chunks only needs like a 10 or something got it off and there was like 21 guys left so I'm like grows it he gets five uh. three ones and a two so there's still so I was able to reform and it's still you know it was like a 16 man unit or something like that so you know it could still just basically kill any skaven unit that it touched <laughs> but my turn, the uh, Beast of Nurgle go into that wounded A-bomb. Yeah. I managed to get three wounds through. The A-bomb goes first, but, like, he did the initiative check one, and I made, like, two or one of them, but I made the regen, so he didn't do shit. So I killed that A-bomb, overran into some gutter runners, which... I killed them, which panicked the unit clan rats, and then the Beast of Nurgle finally got the other Warp Lightning Cannon. In the middle, I got pretty lucky. I had a Beast of Nurgle moving up, and um, he did three wounds on it with his gutter runners, and I was able to charge that Beast of Nurgle into his, yeah, like a clan rat block with his Plague Gracier guy in there, yeah. who was his general. And it was a little nerve-wracking, because all those Skaven <laughs> go first. And, you know, if they just get one through wound, wound through, they'll kill him. Yeah. But he didn't get any wounds through. I rolled enough attacks. Brad filled his ward saves. And I killed the Gracier. Nice. <laughs> and then it was kind of just trying to push forward to try to get the blocks and his characters, and he's kind of bailing them out. In the end, I did get the other Gracier. Like he, once the general was gone, like the slave units couldn't hold. You know, yeah, I charge him with the big papa, and they'd have to take a terror check two tries on a five. So they would scoot yeah. and stuff like that and then the plague drones end up getting a huge huge charge I think it was a 10 or maybe an 11 because he had his gracier behind a unit way in the back so they did a big f- flying hover charge to get him it was a good game it was a real slugfest these 
gutter runners. So the Beast and Ergo killed one. I kind of magic down the other unit. And then one of them was just going wild in the backfield. <laughs> they like killed Epidemus, threatening like the horrors. Like both my heralds had like one wound left on them. And they're like bailing out of units, jumping back <laughs> into units. And so it was a really, it was a really good game. You end up winning it? I did. Nice. My objective, the random secret one, was to not end the game in a deployment zone. So mm. just stay in the middle. So I was able to do that. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty easy. Way easier than but one. You just got to keep them alive, dog. Yeah. Okay. Round motherfucking three. I played it. I'm not sure how to say his name, but Nick Ducharm. Stepdad's name. Stucharm. Ducharm. Ducharm. That's how you say it? Sweet. It's like douche. It's like arm. <laughs> He's got a douche arm. <laughs> I wish that was my name. That's pretty awesome. I just go by a douche. <laughs> special rule was you swapped your I need a hero special character guy. So I played against Skaven. I ended up getting a badass little fucking assassin Ooh, on my team. Nice. <laughs> and uh, it was Fortitude. So you lost the game by having your fortitude broke. That was that. This was probably one of the funnest fucking games of Warhammer I've had in a very long time. It was freaking awesome. Let's talk about his list here. It's a crazy big build. Hit a warlord on a war litter. Had a Gracier on a bell. Had a chieftain with a storm banner. And a fucking storm banner went like five fucking turns. It just wouldn't end. <laughs> Hit a plague priest on a furnace. Hit a warlock with a doom rocket, which the first time the doom rockets ever missed me, that one fucking missed the gore, thank God. Uh, nice. Usually it just decimates them. Yeah, Relia missed against me, too, with his doom rocket. <laughs> uh, he had 50 storm vermin with a razor standard, two units of 40 clan rats, 39 plague monks with a plague banner, had a doom wheel... He had a hell pit, and he had a plague claw catapult. So I lost this game, <laughs> but it was pretty also fucking the funnest fun. game. How how does that work out? So winning is fun, I just, dude. I was on the edge of my seat for like the last four rounds. He's just trying to bust my fortitude because the fucking wither spell is just evil, man. So he withered the best of gore twice. He withered the gore twice. Oof. On the right flank, the fucking minotaur. They're just cleaning up chaff, going fucking bad shit crazy. Doing a goddamn good job, and the whole time on, on that <laughs> side of the table, you had the fucking plague monks with the fucking character and the big dickhead plague machine. Furnace. Yeah, the plague furnace in there, and it's like marching forward in their frenzy. So I'm just chaffing them up, trying to get them to charge so the Minotaur can flank them. And eventually, he took the bait, and the Minotaur hit him in the flank. Didn't know they were unbreakable. That was a bit unfortunate for me. <laughs> <laughs> but given a few yeah. rounds, the Minotaur the shit out of them. Yeah. The Minotaur ground them right out to nothing, and I didn't. They were too far for any augments or hexes, so just fucking did it through old-fashioned ass-kicking power. <laughs> the Minotaur ended up with a ton of attacks again. It's pretty badass, but they ended up just in a big, huge grind fest. In the end, it was like the Gorbel who had taken like two wounds, and then the Standard Bearers, the last dude standing over there. And I'll get back to that in a minute, but. <laughs> And then in the center of the table, he had like the 50 storm vermin with the bell, and he pretty much just pushing him forward. Earlier on, he killed like half the gore with, I don't know if it's a plague or one of those really nasty fucking spells, mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, oh shit. And they had the BSB and my special character in there, so at that point, my plan changed from, I could probably fight these guys, to I gotta get the fuck out of dodge. So I just kept chaffing those dudes up, and then 
trying to get the gore out of the goddamn way. Uh, the Bestigar had marched forward, like, on the side of that unit, ended up charging into a unit of clan rats. They had taken, like, a dreaded 13th and lost a bunch. They'd taken mm-hmm. two withers. So they were getting beat up pretty bad, too. The Bestigar, with the general, they end up engaged against a unit of, what is it, 30 or 40 clan rats. And those little fuckers are only five wide. So I was like, yeah, this will fucking go for a while, whatever. But uh-huh. with the two withers on them... <laughs> He had, a, like, one good round of combat where he killed, like, six of them. <laughs> and I did, like, maybe one or two back. And he ends up breaking and Broken breaking by them, clan rats. Killing, the, killing them, getting the general, all that shit. Uh, so then I'm just like, in, oh, God, I got to fucking save points here. So it's just running all my shit away, trying to avoid his big block in the center. And once the general broke with the, the unit standard, I was only on one point of fortitude away from losing the game. So the BSB and the Gore standard are running scared. The Ungor are fucking cowering in the back. <laughs> Just praying that I don't run out of chaff to take mm-hmm. that big unit out because it's coming straight at him. And I almost got to a point, one more turn, I would have had to throw one of the level ones in front of that big block of dudes. After the clan rats had killed the Bestigor, there was only like maybe six or seven of them left at the most. And so they flanked the Ungors just trying to kill them or break them and get the banner on an mm-hmm. easy one. But Ungor ended up beating them and running them off. The way the game ended was... The dude that was on the bell ended up killing the Minotaur standard bearer, and then that lost me the game. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was, like, super intense, and Skaven Magic is fucking nasty, dude. And Yeah, if it's in the nasty ones are all short range. But yeah, and since we were all, range, like, right yeah, there, I, I didn't have too much to go because he was straight-up Operation Grow with that. The A-bomb died. I actually got lucky and killed an A-bomb fucking cool style. That th- he rushed it forward on turn one, and I chaffed it up, uh-huh. and then it kind of fucking ran off a little bit to the side in the overrun and I uh, hit it with a fucking ruby ring fireball and then killed it with an amber spear (laughs) I had to use my tournament reroll to do enough wounds to drop it but I did it nice and it was either turn one or two I was feeling really good about it at that point (laughs) Mm -hmm. because that thing can just fucking wreck my whole army if it goes on a fucking killing spree and since I hit it with fire it couldn't come back to life either so that was solid (laughs) otherwise the Minotaur performed awesome though if I would have been able to give him any kind of augment or hex him it would have been a lot better for me too and that one turn that he unleashed like 40-something attacks, whatever, with re-rolls to hit and re-rolls to wound really did a number on him. Yeah, no armor. Yeah, but they still ended up fucking piling the attacks on. and It was impressive, but mm-hmm. sadly, I went down. And my head still fucking hurt. This Three 3,000-point games, by the end of the day, it wrapped up. My head was still thumping when we went to fucking dinner after that. So who'd you fucking play round three, buddy? Round three. Midwest tournament staple, Gary Luther. Ah, nice. Did he have dwarves? <laughs> he did not have dwarves. Whoa. He is a fucking solid cat. I think he won best general maybe two or three years ago at Wapaka using his dwarves. Yeah. He's a solid cat. He was running ogres. It kind of looked like a 2,000-point ogre list. <laughs> that just added a bunch of characters to get it to 3,000 points because there wasn't much to it. There was like four units of eight or so ogres. One was bulls, two were guts, one was man-eaters. He had a iron blaster, three saber tusks, and then just a slew of characters. He had like a level four, two fire bellies, a bruiser. He had the big guy too, the tyrant. Yeah. And then we. this is the game where you switch guys. So I had a little bruiser running around who couldn't join any demon units, and then he had a herald of Nurgle on foot just tagging along behind. <laughs> I forgot to say that that badass assassin I got yeah. never got into combat. Uh, <laughs> I was really disappointed. Anyway. Uh, 
<laughs> Broke my heart. Yeah, so this one wasn't going too well for gear. I shot out Blaster. I think I took a couple turns. Um, there ended up being a pond in the middle. It must have been the table you played on the first round. Yeah. Ended up being a boiling flood. <laughs> which that's like four plus was it, strength four hit or something? Yeah, it's... Strength you know, it'd be no like catastrophic for a unit of infantry, but even on the ogres, it's like six or seven strength four hits yeah. <laughs> at the end of each turn. Every model takes a strength four hit. <laughs> so my one bruiser model come in on the flank, killed a saber tusk, overran into the flank of there, and then pinned a unit of iron guts with his uh, level four and his BSB in that flood. <laughs> so they're just, you know, taking damage. And then that bruiser ended up killing his BSB in a challenge. <laughs> uh, but in the middle, the man eaters went into the big plague bear unit. And those guys are badass. That's the one unit I was kind of worried about because they got a slew of attacks. Yeah. Strength five. Decent and they're only skill. hitting on fours. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guts and the bulls are on fives. Yeah. Uh, so they did quite a number to the uh, plague bearers but they went in maybe dropped 10 and then i killed a couple and then they dropped another 10 but this is a game where my epidemis buffs kind of really played out <laughs> so my plague drones went in on his on the flank he had a unit of bulls with the fire belly and they just kind of grown those guys down and then my shit was powering up and i was able to divert his tyrants unit until I felt comfortable putting the big pappy in there. Yeah. And um, killed everything. No, <laughs> not everything. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Does that mean I you broke won? his fortitude. You 3-0 oh at this point? I did. And Jesus. then I killed that traitor, Harold and Nurgle. The so plague drones took him out. You got the objective then? I did. I was not able to get mine. Sadly. It was a good game. Okay. It was a little... His list was very tame, so he needed a little luck. Should have had another there was just another. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't getting any luck coming his way. A couple gut stars in there. <laughs> Could have cleaned your clock. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, let's take a fucking break. Then we'll get we to the in that festive tune. Ready, He's got the fishing hooks. Got a dirty the red flag is on the wall. Straight out the pike lake in Ross County. And Dirty Davey's got it all. All right, so after the fucking tourney, we all went out to the machine shed and had some eats. And they just keep plentiful. bringing it's out plentiful. huge fucking boats of bread and banana bread and fucking cottage cheese and coal. I drove so much fucking cottage cheese into this carcass. It was awesome. That was pretty good. I do like the cheese of cottages. I ended up getting some kind of pork that was stuffed with pork for dinner. <laughs> it was pretty solid. You did. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little dry, but it tasted fine. It was decent. And after that, we fucking went back home and fuck, or went back to the hotel and crashed. Crashed. My head was still fucking hurting at this Old point. Old man Schrader, real legend style. Yeah. Just chilling. Well, Rod was all up on his 3-0 shit. Now I see why you didn't want mm. to. I was feeling pretty shitty still. I was pretty tired. I wanted to hang out. I tried, but once I fucking hit that bed, I was like, oh, man, it's going to be really hard to get out of here. So, yeah, not a goddamn thing happened for us on Saturday. <laughs> we fucked in the hotel and then called it a night. <laughs> Actually, I sat there reading fucking Dragonlance. Yeah, <laughs> Roger was, what was I watching? watching all kinds of weird shit on TV. The Haunting was on, or The Haunted, whatever you call it. It might have been. I don't have cable at home, so it is pretty fun <laughs> to flip through all the channels. Yeah, I like its local channels, so it's mm -hmm. pretty fucking cool when you get that experience. But Next day... Round motherfucking four. We're playing Warhammer again, dude. Yeah, we had two fucking games, buddy. So the next fucking scenario was battle on scenario. This time you'd fucking hide your special character in a unit. And you could fucking pop out sometimes. Pops out like an assassin and you gotta kill. Kill someone in a challenge. And the objective was 
kill-an enemy unit camp, champ or, or, character or character during the okay. game, and that was that. I played against Mike Jordal. Really? He's the fucking bro. He plays Lizard Men. He's the dude mm-hmm. that I rocked out to Nebraska with when I went out to Bug Eater last year. Nice. Yeah, he had a Slon Mage Priest on death, which I didn't like because death is not fucking good to see on the other side of the table when you play a beast man. <laughs> <laughs> Reservoir of Eldritch Energy, Soulstone, Harmonic Convergence, Channeling Staff. Every I played a, a Lizard Man player next as well, and both of them had the special character Skink Fucker. And then, uh, it's the one on the Palaquin? Yeah. It's like Lore Master of heavens that's it is that what I that's it and uh and but they also took the channeling staff on the slant so they channel three times on a five every round so it gets a little rough Rudo. he had a dragon bane gem and a bsb as well in his main dude had a skink priest with laura beasts had a sora scarvet with a stegonon helm luckstone halberd light armor cold one tato echo that's the name of that skink special character he had a skink chief with a Bunch of crap. Dragon Helms, the only magical item. 28 Saurus Warriors. 30 Saurus Warriors. Both of those with, uh, or the bigger one with spears. And then 10 Skink Skirmishers. Two Salamander Hunting Packs with two bros each. And then five Chameleon Skinks. And then the bulk of his army was 18 Croxagores and Horn. <laughs> so... Uh, the magic is fucking nasty, man. Those dudes really deal it out. He's hitting, oh, trying to hit like extra dice and stuff. And what do you end up with? Snipes and I don't know. Overall, still they didn't like either dude I played that had that configuration. It sounds pretty fucking awesome. Like I could channel three times on a five, but more often than not, they didn't get any dice. So I'm, I mean, most turns they didn't get any fucking dice. So it wasn't really very One scary. Turn, you're gonna get all three. Yeah, dude. once in a while you see that, but for the most part, it was like meh. But you do get a little nervous when he's rolling all these goddamn dice every time. I got a really... He just pretty much moved it forward because he went first. So on the right flank, like I got a chariot into a skink unit that had his little skink mage priest yeah. with a dispel scroll. And then there's a fucking salamander hunting pack. I fucking avoided that and charged a razor going to the skinks that were behind him. And Minotaur got in over there and just fucking cleaning shit up pretty goddamn solidly. Wasn't a lot fucking going on on the right flank other than fucking a bunch of chaffy bullshit. I ended up hiding my character with the gore, but mm-hmm. it didn't come too much into play until... And in the center of the table, I just kept backing up, chaffing up the Crocs horde, trying to get the fuck away from it. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was kind of funneled in, so he couldn't bring all of his source blocks through some of the buildings and whatever the fuck was in the way. But so I just kept backing up, chaffing them, biding my time for a good fucking charge. The only thing I knew was that the best gore weren't charging the fucking Croxagore. Mm-hmm. They'd be simo. So I had the Minotaur lined up, and they were just kind of backing up pussyfooting. Fortunately, I never failed the frenzy test with them. And then the Gore were in the same boat, backing up, chaffing them, backing up, chaffing them. And then one turn, he got close enough, so I sent them both in. And then the best of Gore charged in next to him into a block of Saurus. Bubbled Soul Blight every round. <laughs> fucking so, bubble Soul Blight. So now I got fucking Minotaur wounding him on twos, which is just amazing because... The fucking slaughter fest ensued because the Kraxgore had great weapons. So I was maybe two or three rounds of combat. They were completely fucking decimated off the table. Mm-hmm. And then the gore just cleaned up the fucking source they were fighting. The two characters on the palanquins, they just floated around. Uh, earlier on Floating in the game, around. the Razor Gore had okay. snuck around and got a cheeky rear charge on his slant. <laughs> 
<laughs> but the slant's not like he used to be. He held up just fine. Like he, you know, two shots at a ten, so or you know nine, whatever the fuck. On the off chance I beat him, but fucking turns around, hangs out. The gore did end up like overrunning and getting in there at some point. And mm-hmm. I don't think I ever brought that slant down. But the Minotaur, after they had wiped out the fucking. Croxagor, there was a the un, the smaller unit of Saurus, like twenty strong, was chilling in the back, and I was still bubbling soul blight every turn. And he had his rear facing me because I had a chariot and a Razagor that were sneaking around, and he turned the whole block around. He didn't want to go into the forest because it was some kind of dicky forest that might cause mm-hmm. wounds. And I'm like, well, the hell with this. The Minotaur are going in, so the Minotaur went in, the chariot went in, the Razagor went in, and the Minotaur were up the ass like a twenty strong Saurus block and just fucking destroyed it in a turn. And mm-hmm. meanwhile, the Gore fucking whittled out the Saurus, and the Crax horde was. I knew the Crocs sword would be a breeze as long as I could get anything but the best to go into it. And um, bubbling soul blight every time is just fucking amazing. Pretty much covers the whole table. It's just yeah, fucking glorious. So <laughs> beat him pretty solidly there. Got all the bonuses. Solid game. Badass dude. Yeah, Jordan's a good player. It was fun. It was a good time. And I won. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Round four. I was playing John Cash. Really sweet ass chaos dwarves. Oh yeah, he had some awesome Noblar conversions. They weren't done painting. They were missing a couple colors, like they needed some red on them. He was showing me. Yeah, but most of the shit was done. It was pretty awesome looking. Like he had those fire, like the small ogre size Kadai dudes. That yeah, are the fireborn generally or... scoffed at yeah. rules wise, but the models are really badass. Sure, uh, but like his noblars were like little. It was like storm vermin bodies, and then. <laughs> Dark Elf Corsair, like, arms. Yeah. So they had, like, little curved swords, and then they had Noblar heads on them. Sure. <laughs> so, like, they're, like, these, they're short, but they're not, you know, they're not ONG. They're, like, these, just these dirty little Noblars. They're, like, really awesome. Yeah. Little conversions. I remember seeing that. It was unique. It was mm-hmm. quite him. He was rocking um, a pretty shooty Chaos Dwarf list, and then I had three or four kind of counterpunch units. So he had a magma cannon, like the Death Shrieker thing. Yeah. Hell cannon. He had a unit of bowmen, and then he had the little steam train thingy. Yeah. So if you kind of approach the line, well, he also had a unit of uh, hobgoblins, Kadai. He had this unit of six of those fireborn, the little guys. Sure. Like a unit of 20-ish. Uh, dudes on foot with his general sorcerer and a BSB. So it's pretty... Decent. I can see how he's doing well because you're getting pummeled with all this nasty shooting. He took Lord Death, so decent magic. And then if you come close, you get countercharged with that train, <laughs> the Hell Cannon, or the Kadai, which are all, all three are unbreakable. I mean, the Kadai is unstable, but it, you know, it's just a nasty killer. So yeah. you can really tie stuff up with those things so his shooting he didn't do too much he got first turn but my skull cannon plugged the magma cannon the uh, steam train shooting was pretty nasty on the plague drones but i got a beast of nurgle into it and that's the key to that thing is just get one monstrous thing into it and it'll never win combat ever because <laughs> it only has three strength three attacks uh, but so you're never really wounding it many games against chaos dwarves yeah, yeah. well it's tough eight, like with like eight wounds, <laughs> three plus armor. You might not, you might never kill it. I don't think that I killed it at the end. Yeah, you said it was unbreakable, right? But it's unbreakable, yeah. yeah. So you just basically shut it up. But the basically, it's got like strength ten, like. 
two artillery dice worth of grape shots that are <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Anyways, so I tried to charge the plagues on one flag. I had the plague drones trying to get in with those fireborn because I knew there were two attacks. Everybody says they're shit. Failed to charge. They come at me, and that ended up being super huge because those fireborn, they got two strength five attacks. Might be weapon skill five or weapon skill four. Decent yeah. weapon skill. But then they do the strength four hit automatically. So that's kind of like a a third attack that always hits and they're flaming right and they're flaming and they have a four plus ward save (laughs) so if you but on the downside they're unstable yeah and they have that they have like a toughness check but that never came into play yeah but those guys come screaming in if i can kill two plague drones outright i maybe did like one wound or two and then i had to take a leadership check on like a five and then i lost another plague drone i'm like shit <laughs> there's two but then since he charged me my skull cannon was right there on his flank charge that in <laughs> sure enough roll six impact hits oh. plus one get a slew of wounds he botches all his four ups and then blow through those guys i ended up kind of getting into the middle my plague bear block was going in yeah. That's where my secret character was. <laughs> I forgot to mention, like, his three diverter units were three hobgoblin heroes on wolves. Ah, nice. <laughs> so he diverted with one of them. So my guy got to pop out, and that's how I got my challenge point. <laughs> I got to fu- well, I didn't. My guy, three strength five ASF poison attacks on this dinky little hobgoblin. Only do one wound. He gets away, but then at the end of the game, he... He rallied a couple turns later, and I got him in there again, and that's how I got him. <laughs> Boom. But, uh, yeah, so I skull, skull Cannon, the Magma Cannon, that Death Streaker, it can do, like, a solid shot, like a Strength 8 D6 hits or D6 wounds, but yeah. he, never, he never hit with it. So I ended up just getting into that with the Plague Drones in the end, crushing the Hobgoblin Archers. Yeah. With some Beast of Nurgle, I think. And then the Plague Bears got in the Hell Cannon. And normally that could go on for quite a while. But by then I was getting the Epidemus buffs. Who was hiding behind a building. Yeah. So he wasn't <laughs> able to do anything about that. His Chaos Warrior or the... Uh, so his uh, Foot Slogger block, I did a law or a transmutation on them the first turn. Yeah. So I killed like a third of them and then he popped them in a building. So I knew I wasn't going to get those guys. And then finally, this whole time he had a die off on one flank. So I was kind of positioning Pappy against him with a couple beasts of Nurgle to try to deal with him. And there was a lot of pussyfooting going on. So I was like wrecking the rest of the army while these guys are getting diverted with Furies and stuff. And then finally, I got Pappy and a beast of Nurgle into the big Kadai. And he actually deals out quite a bit of damage. Yeah. He's got a four-up ward. So, I, you know, I don't have that many attacks with Pappy. I think I took Fencer's Blades, and I had a two-plus armor save in this one. But he ended up charging that big Hobgoblin block in. Yeah. And then first turn, it looked really nasty because he had three ranks, charge, banner, charge down a hill. So he had all this combat res. So I had to roll big Thunder Stomps, but I was able to do that for two turns. Uh-huh. And then... I, beat him by three or four combat res and then the thing's unstable so i finally killed it fucking hell <laughs> uh, it was a tough game but you won i did fucking four and all this guy all right the last round in the center of the table there was like a 40 mil base uh with it was called with screw screws city. They had a bunch of screws glued on there so they're standing up so it looked like a little city so it was fucking screw city <laughs> and the way that you got the objective was by having the most fortitude within nine inches of it at the end of the game and that's pretty much it. I ended up playing against another Lizard Man dude, Joe Pecoraro. This was a fucking super fun game, too. 
Let's talk about his list. He had fucking kitted slaying mage priest. 460 points for this fucking dude. He was on high magic. Which I'm like... He had a big block of temple guard, too. So he had an old blood with an Arabian carpet, charm shield, <laughs> talisman of preservation. So really fucking survivable, dude. And can reach out and Tough touch Tough to get him, yeah. yeah. Uh, he had a... Scarvet on a yeah. cold one with a dragon helm, Dawnstone, and the other trickster shard. He had a Scarvet. This was his special character uh, with a sacred Stegadon helm, which gives plus one armor save, plus one toughness, and impact hits D3. Tedoeko, again. Tedoeko! 30 Saurus Warriors, 20 Saurus Warriors, three units of, or two units of 10 skinks, unit of five chameleons, 33 Temple Guard, a Bastilodon, an ancient Steg. And then two salamander packs with one salamander in them each. So he was kind of fucking blocked up. He got to go first. He was kind of blocked up behind a building, some bullshit. And so on turn one, he just moved forward into this building with his general's unit, which was also his BSB, mm-hmm. which had a special character in there, which was worth two fortitude. And then there's a unit standard. So he's got all this fucking fortitude on turn one immediately within nine inches of the fucking screw city. So I was like, oh, God damn it. Like, how am I going to mm-hmm. budge those guys? So I'm like, well, I'll just have to kill everything else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So turn one, I just fucking push it forward. What am I going to do? Rock a fucking badass purple sun. Roll a 10 on the distance. <laughs> Wipe out, like, <laughs> over half of one of those uh, Saurus units. The Bastilodon gives everybody within, like, six inches plus one a niche. Mm-hmm. They had his whole army bunched around this thing. The Ancient Steg made it. Damn it. The Bastilodon didn't get hit by it, but the Saurus just got mowed. And then all said and done, and I hit, went through the building, too, so I did a couple wounds on the Temple mm-hmm. Guard. So all said and done, I had, I had a 12-dice magic phase. Threw that purple sun out. I didn't miscast on it. And then I pulled 11 dice back from it. <laughs> so then I had a second magic phase. It's pretty awesome. And that worked well because I had so much magic. So then I just like a couple, you know, Augment here, Hex here, try a snipe spell, do this, do that. Uh, Doom and Darkness, the Slans unit in the building, all this kind of shit was going on. Is so. this the first time you've remembered to rake in all your dice yeah. from killing stuff? I've... Last couple tournaments, I've been really good about that. <laughs> Beastmen need whatever the fuck they can get here. But So next turn, he popped the fucking Temple Guard out of the building. And I was like, oh, shit, because I had moved all my stuff up, and now I couldn't avoid it. Bestigor, oh, the, the Ungors go into the flank of it, and the Bestigor go into the front of it. And then we just start the fucking grind, which is all right, because I'm you know trying to augment and hex it, whatever. And mm-hmm. he ended up getting a really good magic phase augmented it, hexed it, beat the shit out of me. The Ungor somehow held, but my general's unit just boogied. This is after a few rounds of duking mm-hmm. it out. And maybe I had like four or five Bestigor, my general in there, so they're under 25%, and they're booking it for the board edge. I'm like, oh, dear God, what am I going to do here? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I end up miasmaing them to reduce their movement to try and keep them from running off the fucking board. And um, he's for some reason, he's still shooting at him and pecking at him, and he ends up killing all the best to go out of the unit. So my general was on his own, so he was able to rally. And I was like, holy fucking shit, man. <laughs> he just saved my bacon there. <laughs> that part was all right. The screw city in the center of the table was an impassable piece of terrain. So the gore kind of got hosed by it. They got hit with a spell early on, and half the fucking dudes died. And they were taking a lot of shooting the whole time, too. So they're just getting whittled to shit. I'm like, oh, fuck, man. So then I, you know, reform them so they're only five wide. And he ends up bringing in the fucking Saurus Scarvet and tries to bring in the Lord on foot who fails. But he gets in there. He's just fucking munching them good. And they did end up surviving to the end of the game. Actually, I think it was just the best score. Or the BSB was standing there alone at the end of the game. Maybe with one guy either way. But 
The Minotaur, they did their job well again, just cleaning up chaff. Turns out they suck to charge into a big unit, but they're just gloriously awesome if you just charge them with the right shit until they get pretty badass, and uh, then they clean clock really well. But yeah, I end up losing this one. Sad state of affairs. (laughs) (laughs) What did me in was uh, him getting that really good magic phase, and there was literally nothing I could do about it. I had to let some shit go off, so he ended up getting two augments on his unit, and that's how he broke the Bestigore and got rid of them. And then him getting lucky earlier on with the magic and kicking the shit out of the mm-hmm. gore fucking hurt a ton too because then all I really had that could fight was the Minotaur and the, the Ungor was stuck in the flank of them Temple Guard for a few turns but they eventually end up breaking just with the way he was where the building was he couldn't pursue them so they got away and the level 4 survived but I did lose the standard in there the magic again this time was it was effective um, you know the high magic combo and he started swapping spells out for other lower spells so that was pretty cool to see it was fun it was a fun game Joe's a good guy to play too. I had a really good time. So nice. Sadly, went down. I think I ended up like two and three for the weekend. I didn't even see where I came in the final standings because I was too depressed to look. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd your fucking last game go, buddy? He's playing Grant Fetter. He's oh. rocking some ogres. More fucking ogres, huh? Mm-hmm. It's like your favorite draw. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> as long as you can win that cannon off. Yeah. <laughs> so he did have the two blasters, uh, and then he had a unit of, I think they were bulls, and then he had a unit of guts and a slew of characters. I doubt they were bulls, since there are no bulls anymore in the game. Ogres, whatever, <laughs> man. Four more fangs, saber tusks, and then he had that big, it's not the stone horn, it's the other one, the thunder tusk. Thunder tusk. Yeah. And then six scouting man-eaters. Nice. So this one, he did not win the cannon off. Oh, he you did, got him, huh? He got a couple licks in. He did two wounds to one, and then I made a war, and he did three wounds to another one. Yeah. But this kind of, uh, this game was a little bit, he put the man-eaters right in front of the one skull cannons. I always put them on the flank. Yeah. But I had the plague drones covering uh, just in case they went over there. Sure. So he got the first turn, so he couldn't charge the skull cannon. So he's trying to figure out what he could do. He couldn't really get out of the arc of the plague drones. So he ended up just reforming six wide in front of the forest, and he's like, bring it. <laughs> so my turn, I brought it, put the skull cannon in there and the drones, Yeah. and sure enough, got that six impact hits again <laughs> when you need <laughs> it. So yeah, the skull cannon killed like two guys, uh, the drones killed like one, and then they boogied off the man-eaters, and then uh, skull cannon pursued off so it was safe, and then the drones tried to pursue off. Or I uh, tried to restrain so I could face his uh, blaster, and then he had his tusk over there. Yeah. Um, so the plague drones over there ended up taking out the one iron blaster and kind of messing with, um, dancing with the thunder tusk thingy. On the other side, I had Epidemus. There's a building on one side, and basically I was able to have more deployments, so I was able to get him behind that building. So he really didn't have any way to get at him. I mean, he may have been able to get the man-eaters over there, yeah. but when there's a building involved, it's kind of t- it's tough to get stuff if the other person isn't willing to let you, um, just being able to move around the buildings and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was able to cannon the other iron blaster, and then I held up the Mornfang. Well, originally the plan was to feed the um, Beast of Nurgle to the Mornfang while he fed the Saber Tusk to my Beast of Nurgle, the big <laughs> block and my pappy. And the first Beast of Nurgle actually held, and I charged the second one in, and then finally the Beast of Nurgle got free, and then it was two beasts of Nurgle in the front and three in the flank of the Mornfang and they're <laughs> just slogging away at each other. His big unit of 
Bulls, I think, where um, you had two two characters in there. Yeah. Either uh, Firebelly, maybe two Firebellies. I think it was just one Firebelly and then a guy. They ended up slogging it out. Basically, we had a huge fight in the middle, and we both had like all of our fortitude in the middle. And with Epidemus and the buffs and stuff, I was slowly getting the upper hand. Yeah. So he had a decent chance, because I think in the, it's kind of like a watchtower scenario, so you have to roll to see if the game ends. Yeah. And um, if it would have ended, he would have gotten the victory. Ooh. <laughs> or, or not the vi- He would have gotten the objective. Ah. I think he would have he lost the game still, but he would have gotten the objective. Um, but the game kept going on. He wanted to see if he could use his re- tournament re-roll to re-roll that turn check at the end. <laughs> Alex said that he couldn't. <laughs> but basically, ground down the Mornfang, beat up his unit of bulls. The big Thunder Tusk went into the big Plague Bearer block, ended up getting killed down. And then it ended with Pappy and the unit of Guts with his level four. There's a Fire Belly. His BSB was in there. Yeah. And he, he's just trying to kill him. Even then, it was a little dicey because if he got regen off, I'd probably only do a couple of wounds. I'd be taking a break check. Yeah. And if I'm going against characters, they got ward saves and stuff. So even towards the end, it was a little dicey, but I was just able to outslog him in the end. <laughs> it's rough on the ogres uh, do their poor weapon skill. Yeah. They're a little tough going up against the nergy stuff. You really need to get a shadow mage in there. Yeah, I think it, the next turn it ended, or maybe time ran out, but ended up winning, and then I had more fortitude in the middle. So you fucking A, 5-0, and oh, huh? Yeah. Sitting pretty got goddamn good. <laughs> objective in each one of them, so I got the full 50 points. Holy that shit. That's the most you could get. Yeah. So fucking A, man, awards. I didn't end up winning Dick. <laughs> when he announced best painted, he said, You got an acknowledgement, yeah. Yeah, but I won it last year, and you can't win it fucking with the same army, so that was the end of that. I didn't win a goddamn thing. I did take the overall. <laughs> Raj fucking wasn't scooped it. totally sure, because I... A tournament that size. How many were there? Like fifty six, yeah, something, something like that. that. Um, so I knew other people had gone five and zero. Oh, yeah, and I hadn't. I got my list in on time. I paid on time, but I didn't do most of the extracurriculars. I didn't donate an item to the raffle that gets you a point. I didn't um, bring any paper towels. Yeah, for any re. I didn't have any re rolls the entire tournament. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> um, but you get a point for donating that, and you get the re rolls. But right, apparently that wasn't enough to entice a Raj to <laughs> Did you just look not ahead. know or did you just choose not to do it? Uh, I remember looking at it. Like way and, back when? Yeah, I remember like maybe the week before I'm like, oh, I gotta... I was like, well, I'm not gonna... The only thing I had to, that I could donate is that it has to be like an unopened item or something like that. Yeah. So I had a box of Skull Crushers. I'm like, well, I'm just gonna keep those guys. So I knew I was gonna get that. I'm like, oh, I gotta get paper towels, gotta get paper towels. In the end... Forgot. <laughs> didn't matter. Yeah. Turns out... Able to take it? If you just get really lucky every year. <laughs> um, well, this game, what these games, I just, I played conservative. I didn't get lucky and lucky things happening to me. Where I was lucky was nothing really bad happened to me. Yeah. Like, you didn't flub all my attacks. I didn't roll a double six at a key moment. I didn't roll a two on the... Rain. Rain of Chaos Table. The Rain of Chaos Table, um, this is probably what kept me out of trouble too, was I didn't roll a 12, I didn't roll an 11. I rolled a 10, I think two times. I rolled a 9 once and an 8 once. And then every other magic roll was 7 or less. <laughs> so I was never casting that many spells with Pappy. Yeah. Maybe a couple times a game. So I didn't have any miscasts. What level was he? He's level 3. 
So maybe it's not worth making him a fucking level three then. If you uh, don't want to cast well, you want to get the good spells. Yeah. So when he did cast, I'd as, I was able to roll Doom and Darkness in most games. Okay. But like I wasn't, you know, if I had more dice, I'd probably be, ah, I'm going to go Purple Sun or something like that. <laughs> you know, just go all out where, in both of the Ogre games, they had the Hellheart, and both times, all my guys got hit with it. Yeah. And I didn't roll a two or four with Pappy or anything. I think one of the Heralds got killed once, but... So it was just more of a, nothing really outright terrible happened to me. Yeah, true. It was more kind of going to plan with the epidemus and stuff. You kind of pussy rough, pussyfoot around, and then it just slowly gets worse and worse for your opponent. <laughs> if, they, if they can't, like, push they it or have a way to get to them. Yeah. yeah. So I that. think at 3K. Took it fucking solid home. Yeah. Sure. That's pretty cool. It was yeah. a goddamn good time. I had a great time. Plus, I was chill the whole time. Didn't really give a shit. I think that also helped out a lot. It was fucking really nice on Sunday not to be hungover, by the way. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is what it could be like every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fucking strange, but... Yeah. So a couple of new things that I tried. So I had two major gifts. Those are two 50-pointers. Yeah. And then... That was instead of a 50-pointer and two 25-pointers. I like the 25-pointers because there's the one that you get two wounds for each wound you do. That one's super badass. And then there's a two-plus ward save that I was looking to get. Yeah. But with the skull cannons, and I can put a Pappy behind the Beast of Nurgle if there's enemy cannons. I don't really need I didn't miss it at all. And then the two-wound thing was nice, but you have to roll it. And then right. if you go for 50 points, I can just pick the Bale Sword manually. Yeah. So I can always have the multiple D3 wounds sure. in the game. You know, I'd rather just have two wounds all the time. That'd be totally pimp. But... <laughs> Um, one thing was I got one thing I did like was with the gifts between these games I wasn't I got confused a lot where <laughs> if I took an item because I was playing Luther and I had the Soul Eater yeah which is you regain a wound every time you do one but like I thought I still had Fencer's Blades but I didn't have Fencer's Blades I had Bale Sword so your item's changing every game for someone getting senile like me you have to write that real. shit down bro yeah but why would I do that because you're not going to fucking forget that. <laughs> I did write them down. Yeah. But, like, in your move phase and stuff like that, you're kind of planning on certain having the fencer's blades or something. So then when I didn't have it, it was kind of a surprise. <laughs> yeah. But um, the so the two things, I really, I really did like the regen on the Nurgle BSB. Yeah. It's 45 points. But against... Uh, like lower death snipes and stuff. Sure. It was useful. And then against magic attacks. And people, that 39-man unit of dudes is fucking really, that's like a brick wall. Really, <laughs> really tough to move. In 2200, 2400, I don't know if I can get the points to do it. Usually I just have a 30 unit, which is a little more fragile. Yeah. But with the regen, yeah, they weren't going anywhere. The Razor Standard... You know, I was thinking they might get locked into combat with, like, Monster's Cav or stuff, but I had enough maneuverability and chaff and cannons and shit that it, I'd have to be praying really bad for that to happen. Yeah. So I think maybe against the Hell Cannon, it has an armor save. So yeah. I, I know it mad, mattered there, but I don't think at any other point in the tournament the Razor the razor Banner didn't do anything. Sure. So I never got... Uh, so it was 45 points a dick? Yeah, I like the potential... Because if you're going in against one-up stuff, you could catch people out because they definitely wouldn't be expecting... Minus two. Minus two. Yeah. And then when you, if you can get Epidemus going, the first one, you're at a minus three when there's strength five. Oh, uh, yeah. So 
Badass. It was a good time. I left there despite not fucking doing too well. Really motivated to work on ogres, so <laughs> it worked out in that regard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fun. It's fucking solid time by Alex and the crew. Yeah, Alex did a good job. Alex's wife. Yeah, she was running a lot it's of the good scoring to see the gang. stuff. All so. the Illinois crew, Troy crew, McClure. You, you almost don't crew. recognize McClure now. He's lost all that weight. <laughs> yeah, he's a sexy beast. <laughs> but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So cheers. Yeah, I was really glad to get those games in because I haven't played. I don't think I played any of those people. So first yeah. game against Brad. I was in the same board, Sam think. before, and I know a lot of them are good players. So I might have played excited Jordan to have before, a good. I don't know that challenge. I did. Either way, yeah, it was awesome. It was fun. It was nice to play the new Lizardmen a couple times, and I got to play the new High Elves. Looking forward to the new Dark Elves. Begging for it. The fucking murderous prowess. Murderous prowess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. With the ogres, I like the old dark elves because it's a pretty good matchup for me in the past. <laughs> we'll see how that goes with the new one. Northstar is still using the old book for that. The so. uh, six-week roll, John. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> hey, man, it's their turn. They can run however the fuck they want. Yeah. So let's fucking uh, let's wrap this up. We'll talk about contact here. You can contact us, pointhammered at gmail.com. You can get me on Twitter, at pointhammered. This guy, at hammered underscore Raj. It's true. Uh, you can call us, leave a voicemail, 601-879-4728. we got a pretty solid voicemail. I'll be taking that in here somewhere. Yeah. Hey, Point Hammered. This is James, president of the illustrious Hawaii Island Point Hammered fan club. Just listened to episode number 88, and i got to say I'm disappointed in the bastard. I'd expect someone with as much sculpting experience as Johnny to be able to appreciate all the technical skill and care that went into Mannix models. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I can't keep it going. Yeah, they suck. Cheap, though. The game itself is pretty cool. Anyway, would love to make it to Wap Aka, but my dumbass got married this year and a honeymoon to the Arctic hell you call home won't fly. I'll get there eventually, though. Love the show, but don't you think it's uh, time for another shot a minute episode? You guys should get some real fucking beer this time, though. Later. From Cat, we've heard from before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shirts. Like I said, we still got a few shirts left. If I can shoot in an email or send me a Twitter message, I'll let you know if we got your size. Prices 15 bucks. Postage is listed on the website. If you're interested in a fucking hooded sweatshirt, like I said, let me know. I'll be calling on prices for those. I'll definitely be getting one. So you can be one of the fucking cool kids, or you can be one of the fucking nerds. Sometimes we're all one and the same. <laughs> <laughs> so check out the fucking blog, youmagnificentbastards.com. Mm-hmm. A lot of bulloger action going to happen there. There's be some display board, terrain shit, and pretty soon be some more Octonians going on there. F- call the cops, dude. That's it, man. You got any fucking next steps in the hobby, or are you still fucking laying low? I'm working on a train for Opaco. Oh, yeah? On your demon table? Uh, no, actually, I ripped up the old Dogs of War display board. Yeah. And I'm, turning, I'm converting that into train. Nice. It's going to be jungly trees yeah. and plants and more jungle like train. We're yeah. redoing the jungle table. Okay. For those going to Opaco, we have a special announcement. Barnaby has chopped off the top of the black period of Nagash. <laughs> the giant fucking pyramid is no more. Reducing its volume by approximately 800%. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty sad looking now. He's chopped down the desert table. It was eight feet wide before. Yeah. If the pyramid's no longer four feet by four feet, <laughs> I think it's like a foot by a foot diameter now. <laughs> it's just sad. It looks really sad next to the it's, desiccated corpse that uh, remains. It still looks pretty fucking... It does not look like a foot by a foot standing next to that giant pyramid in the pictures yeah. I saw, but it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's cool. I'm fucking... 
pushing forward with the Orktonians now. I'm going to try and... I'm not going to go full steam full ahead. Full steam? The plan is finish painting the guy I'm working on, and then I'll build a fucking movement tray, and then I'll build a few more knights and actually do the first command group for that unit. And really? I'm going to shoot for like 11 guys in the first unit, and uh, also I'll paint up that peg orc. Get going on that. Maybe convert up. I got a couple fucking trebuchets, so I'll fucking. What's the uh, tentative plan here? North Star 2014. There's no tentative plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in that regard, I got a 2400 point bull ogre list. So I'm working on the models for 2400 points. Trying to do 2400 Adepticon with the ogres. What about 3000 with the ogres? Yeah, I've Just have an add idea more characters, dude. For a list. No, I want to do another Iron Blaster, and that's the intimidating thing. The rest of it isn't a big deal. I'd also like to do another unit of man eaters, but those dudes were a fucking shit crazy amount of effort to build. So definitely I'll hit 2400 here in the next couple months if my life doesn't go any more to shit than it already has. But 3K, that'll be a while. Probably screw city like 2015. <laughs> if it, if the Akon 3K stays on Thursday, I don't know. Right now, that's fucking so then impossible. So it like starts at like noon or 11 or something? Like uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe ten at the earliest you'd think. So that's gonna be. I'm liking the three K, dude. I'm liking the three K. Yeah, you gonna hit it on Thursday? You gonna have to drive down there by your fucking self, bitch. <laughs> you gotta talk bear to be into it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think that's all we got. Suck them, dude. Suck my balls. Oh, it's payday. Yes, it's payday. I got my paycheck from the man. Not so many jobs that I can get these days These marks all over my hands But I'm gonna take that check I'm gonna head across the track To the wrong side of this town I'm gonna open the door I'm gonna bask in the roar Of that familiar buzzing needle sound Because the ink in my skin Where the needle went in However many years ago on my arms and they say who I am everywhere that I go Some people have none Some have one that they're ashamed of Most people think we were fools Some people don't get it and some people don't care and Some of us we have tattoos Oh it's fading Yes it's fading some of the things that I believed back then Yes, my skin has started sagging And the ink has started running And I've got buddy tattoos Of people who aren't my friends Oh, I've even got black X's From back when I was straight edge So crack open a beer, friends Now and let's make a pledge If we had the luck to live our lives A second time through We'd be sure to get the same tattoos Because the ink in my skin Where the needle went in However many years ago There's left marks on my arms And they say who I am Everywhere that I go Some people have none Some have one that they're ashamed of Some most people think that we're fools Some people don't get it And some people don't care Some of us we have tattoos We got for the lovers and playing cards for the gamblers Black flag bars for the punks Sailing ships for the ramblers We got skulls for the living And the pain pays our dues Some of us we have tattoos 
Oh, some of us we have tattoos. Oh, some of us we have tattoos. Yes, some of us we have tattoos. 